Hello everybody, welcome to the Tuesday Show. My name is James and I am joined once again by the illustrious Stink Face David and Stink Face Tubo. What is, what, why is everyone... Look, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, it's my home where my cat just took an epic dump, okay? I should be the one with the stink face on right now. <laughs> wait, wait, people are saying David is muted? I hear David. Can people hear? They're all muted. Broke it. I knew it all along. Uh, what about now? Can people hear? Can you guys what about now is the question. Can people hear them can you, now? Can you hear me? Can, can, can you hear people me? hear them? Oh, okay, uh -huh. good, good, can good. There me? you go. Okay. All right, uh -huh. everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday show. My name is Stinkface David, and with me is Normal Face Tubbleware. There it is. Big Happy Face Tubbleware. How are you doing, Happy Face Tubbleware? You know, I'm great because Halo Infinite is an amazing title, and everyone should be playing it right now. You have Except been right now. Right now, you watch the stream, but after, you should go play Halo Infinite. Correct. Correct. Forestall your Halo. All right. Well, look, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff to talk about, actually, <laughs> as you can see on the side here. Why? Street Fighter why did, Luke. Why do they do, do this to us, man? Why can't Mass Why can't they spread the information out in nice chunks? <laughs> massive dumps. They call them massive dumps. They're calling them dumps. Yeah, of course, we have not had a tremendous amount of news to talk about lately, but now we have a tremendous amount. So, all right, here's a little rundown. We're going to be talking about Luke. Luke in Street Fighter V. There was just a whole spiel about it on the internet. I haven't had a chance to see it yet, so hopefully it'll be cool. The King of Fighters 15 beta happened over the weekend. We'll talk about our impressions. Project L, a little bit of info has come out about that. We'll talk about our impressions. We have an interview with Diaphone. We'll talk about our impressions. We also will be talking about <laughs> multiverses and our impressions about that. We'll be talking about the Dungeon Fighter, um, and we'll be talking about even something else. Our impressions, impressions. about it, probably. Our impressions. But We're going to talk about impressions about our impressions. So I think yeah, let's so start by talking about this fellow Luke James. Since I was busy all day and didn't actually see, what are we talking about? Um. Very interesting character. So obviously, I think all three of us are not too overly enthralled by his character design, like physical design. But what's interesting I right think now... I Luke is the coolest character I've ever seen. I don't know what you're talking about. I love Luke. You're, is that you, real or is that... Right there. I, Luke is amazing. Are you kidding me? Have you seen his design? I so can't good. tell if you're being honest or not. It's so good. Now you're making me laugh because you're not taking me at my word. I love it. I actually am still not sure. I'm, I'm confused as well. Also, also, I subbed to Jake Paul on YouTube. He's my okay. favorite. Okay. Um, there we go. Now it's sarcastic. <laughs> now you're being sarcastic? Boy, yeah. you have thrown me for a loop, fellow. Look. I uh, can't believe it. Interestingly enough, though, the character design, I mean, he feels very pro-taggy, right? So they did admit that he is going to be a character in future in their future Street Fighter project, quote, unquote. <laughs> oh, I wonder what that's going to be, right? Mm. I, I mean, like I said, unless it's Street Fighter Alpha 4, like, you know, there's it's 
probably going to be Street Fighter 6 and he's probably going to be the protagonist there but sure enough he's got a pseudo fireball he's got a DP he's got kind of a running attack a forward movement attack the interesting thing about it is all of his punches in neutral make him move forward and he has the ability to like link off of a lot of these things he's gonna be a whiff punishing nightmare because his buttons look like they reach hella far and so my first thought was that i just don't want to see punk play this character (laughs) like i think punk's gonna kill everybody with this character uh but honestly uh the most interesting things uh were honestly the way his v trigger works and his v skill too his V skill two is really unique because it's a mini backswing blow. He just kind of goes back and then comes back forward. However, it triggers a similar slowdown as V shift on throws only. It's a hard call out on throws specifically. Yep, even command oh. throws. They kept showing it on Alex's command throw. He would go, and then he would hit you and then be able to combo off of it. So when you're waking up as Luke, you can either do V-Shift or V-Skill 2, depending on what you think they're, they're well, going to do, an attack or a grab. What they did say, however, was that it doesn't start, it doesn't, the window at which it can evade throws isn't instant. So they actually claim, and this is their claim, that it's better on offense than it is on defense. It's like an automatic shimmy, basically. So in other words, like if you're plus frames, you use it as an auto shimmy kind of thing. So maybe they're trying to use that to teach people to shimmy more or something. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, okay, unique. And then the V-Trigger is also really unique. Not since Nikali have we had a character that kind of does V-Triggers differently. But both Mm. of his V-Triggers are not timered. He activates it. They're full and they stay full (laughs) until you use the special power of the V-Trigger. Once you do that, it'll drain chunks. But as long as he's not doing anything like moving, it actually builds up again. And if he hits you with V-Skills, it looks like it builds up in chunks. And if you hit him, you start draining chunks off of it. So they showed you doing a combo on Luke while he was in V-Trigger, and you'll see the meter drain as he keeps getting hit. Now, what I speculated is we're going to be doing a lot of science on... Is it dependent on damage, number of hits? Is it, If it's damage, does it scale? All this stuff. But what it feels like to me then is if you are fighting against Luke, you kind of want to save your meter until he activates. So that way, if you hit him, you can do all your cool EX combo extensions or V-trigger right. cancels to do as much damage to his huh. V-meter as possible. Huh. huh. Interesting. Uh, that's huh. definitely a different take. I mean, I haven't, like I said, I was too busy to have done the stream with James, uh, James earlier where we looked at it. I haven't seen a single second of this yet. So I'm very curious, but I guess I'm not surprised to hear that he's got a bunch of unique stuff because mm-hmm. that's kind of how they've been doing the last couple of years. The last couple of years have been a lot of the most unique characters in Street Fighter V have come out during that time. And they've <laughs> made changes to characters from previous seasons during that time, making them more unique. So I think uh, like that was my expectation that even though I don't think he looks that cool, I did kind of think that they'd come out with something cool for him. And it's cool that they did. Yeah. What about you, Tubo? Any anything stand out to you about the character? 
Um, I didn't get to see much of it. I was working still. Yeah. I had your stream up in the background. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was mostly listening to you. Okay, okay. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't really see much. I, I, I saw maybe a few punchies. I didn't really know <laughs> what his V skills did when I was watching because right. I tuned in so late. Yeah, um, the first the first yeah, V I mean, skill if, uh, is a is a power up, kind of like Balrog Dempsey roll kind of thing. So what's interesting is they did give him one technical execution combo system. Uh, he has a particular punch move. Uh, I forgot what they called it, but all of his moves seem to be based off of rocks and sand. Like he has a sand blaster, a rock smasher, and etc. Cetera, oh, et cetera. Yeah. But he has one He's move. He's ground that, based, huh? Yeah. So okay, the best way to put it is, you know how Abigail, you can do back heavy punch, back heavy punch, you know, with the charge. Hit one of his special moves is chargeable. And you can combo into the charged version, which gives you wall bounces or better juggles, but you can also hold it too long so it doesn't combo is what I got out of it. And so there's going to be an execution factor there of learning how to cancel, like low fierce this move, hold it for just the right time so you actually get to the level two or, you know, not do a level one or not get it to combo. And then that's if cool. You, that, well, that do, we, do we have the video? Yeah, we can we can play the video, up? right? We should, yeah. we should watch that, right? Oh, do you want to just watch? That's true. You guys yeah, haven't I seen mean, it. Let's just watch yeah, the whole damn thing. Yeah, we should watch yeah, this Yeah, let's stuff just watch so the can... whole damn thing. Okay, Rather than imagining it with our imagination. Hmm, I have a great <laughs> imagination. Okay. I mean, but what's interesting is the charge-up move makes it so that it's auto level 2 and he gains a level 3 on charges. So, Got here it. we go. And uh, obviously his story, uh, they hint at it right here. Uh, I don't know what I should do for He wants volume. to be a potato? <laughs> I started to run like someone suddenly kicked me in the rear. But behind me, my father was... Listen! Everyone needs to get away from here now! Move quickly! Run! 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 <laughs> Until that incident, I thought my father was just a simple, quiet, and reserved man. But that's not true. I was totally wrong. So now, I've decided to fight my own battle. Someday, I want to become a man like him. And so that's all we get in terms of storyline. We have no idea who his father is. <laughs> or what was happening. Now here's my question. Obviously this is like 40 minutes long and no, we don't no, want to no, watch no. the whole thing, right? So we yeah, want to skip no. through this it's as a, much as possible. Okay, so here we go. Again, you know, they talked about the incident, but they're not saying what that incident is here. Whatever, let's fast forward. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't need the lore. Okay, so here we go. Many attacks that will move himself where he advances forward. What I'm going to do is I'm going to mute this and I'm going to play it at a higher speed just so everything goes through a little bit faster as well. Uh, let's do playback speed. No, like you, no I, I would like to see what it looks like. That's a good point. That's a good point. It'll look weird if if I do it that way. 
Okay. So yeah. So again, all of his punches allow him to move forward. While but you can. You should mute it though, for sure. Oh, mute it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. Oh, but you guys. It, but you see how all of his attacks make him move forward like this, and yeah. then they actually showed that like later on, oh, wow. he can link off of a lot of these buttons too, uh, into combos. So he huh. has a target combo like this. And he also has another Tonga target combo called the snapback combo. Tell me that isn't suspicious. Huh. No way. I'm not getting involved in those thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. Right. Uh, yeah, then, the next project that they're working on, huh? Oops. Shoot, that's the wrong thing. I need to do this. Okay. So, yeah. So, at crush counter, he gets crush counter. But he only gets crush counter on his unique button. So, he has a unique towards heavy punch and towards heavy kick which cause crush counters the outlaw kick is a crumple as you can see here blap is a crumple but it doesn't hit crouchers as they say oh yeah so here's the example i think of them showing um boom link see look at look how look at the range on that dude yeah, look at the far. like that's far <laughs> this is what i mean by i feel like punk is going to kill everybody with this character so yeah that's can, cool Go into his target combo. Uh, so after crush counters, you can connect that. Outlaw kick doesn't hit crouching people. Yeah, you can crush yeah, people. It, this is a knockdown as well, too. And clearly, you'll see on one example here, it definitely looks like he can juggle afterwards in the corner. See how he dashed before he hit the ground? So in the corner, I'm pretty sure yeah. you're going to be able to juggle with something over here. So uh, he has this, Sand Blaster, the Rising Rocket, so Fireball. Wait, what's the sand Blaster? I don't even know what that is. Sand Blaster Boom. is his Fireball, it looks oh, like. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. just the Fireball here. So Rising is just an anti-air. And then he has the Avenger, which allows him to do a shoulder or an overhead, which is pretty hmm. straightforward. You know, which seems like a common thing that they are doing with a lot of these characters, right? So there you go. He has an overhead follow-up off of that. Uh, so this is the one, Flash Knuckle. That's the light version. He's got the medium version, and then he's got the heavy version right there. This is the move that you can charge up. So if you hold it, all of a sudden, uh, let's see if they show the um, charged-up versions here. Oh, yeah, and it's hard to counter when guarded. So apparently these are going to be very good from, like, look at that. He can block after the heavy one? What the hell? And so if you hold the button down, you get a launch and you get a juggle mm. afterwards. And if okay. you charge this one, you get a wall bounce, you get a juggle afterwards. And if you charge the heavy one, it's also plus on block as well. Okay. So. So let's see. It allows you to perform a follow tag for H. It allows you to make the first move even on block. So boom. Ha ha. I get to go first, basically. Right. Um, but so here they're saying if you have like crouching heavy punch, you can combo into the charge version. It allows you to execute the combo. But you have to release the button. Involving combos that involve the charge version, the flash knuckle feels great and inflicts a lot of damage. So, uh, yeah, so what I think that that means is that there's a potential to charge, so you to get used to use the charge version. So I'm assuming that it makes it so that if you hold it for too long, you'll, you, it won't combo. There's no verification yeah, of that. that yeah, there's no verification of that. So here's his other costume. 
uh, yeah, so here's the V-Skill stuff. The first V-Skill here is just he powers up. So he does the whole, like, uh, so if he actually uses it, rah, automatically he gets the level two. Did he get Popeye forearms? Did he? Oh, also, you're right, he does. In your, uh, in your mic, James. What's that? I can hear myself in your mic. Oh, can you? Like, are you, are, yeah, do you have... from your speakers or whatever. It looks like they just burn red. My speakers are off. Do you have um, your uh, OBS audio on? Yeah, man. I mean, no, I have the same setup I always have. I mean, you have your OBS Ninja on? Tubo had to, like, pause and unpause his as yeah, well. I had Nobody else can hear it. Let's just continue. It's okay, good. yeah, no problem. Boof. But then if you charge it, now you actually get a level three version, mm, okay. which is even stronger. So, yeah, here we go. So now it's like two hits. Ugh. Oh, yeah. See there. Now oh, you get a combo you can there afterwards. For sure. yeah. yeah. So there you go. Okay. Pretty cool. Yeah. And then boom. So that can't be juggled afterwards, but if you charge it and do the full level three, now you can, and boom, blah, 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 blah. So that's... Yeah, pretty v cool. So then V-Skill 2 uh, is called Suppressor, and there you go, mini backswing blow. Woo! Like that, right? Oh, but, wow, yeah, very mini, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, mm. <laughs> that's so weird, okay. But is it safe on block? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I don't know. We might see Yeah, if it's it. if it's not, then right. It's probably that's not going to be. auto bad. Yeah, it's yeah, auto absolutely. bad. If that's right. not safe, completely safe on block, that's auto it, bad. It definitely needs to be safe. I agree. I agree. Yeah, but it's really odd here. So, yeah. Look at this. This is weird. <laughs> but it can be canceled in the specials, basically. Mm, it's, so. like a, it's like a guard point, but only for throws. Yeah, right. uh -huh. yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. If this were seasons one through four, I w or one through, th through three, I would be like, yeah, that's not safe. But now, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> so if here you go. See it, his timer? Safe, Look at his timer. Safe. See how yeah, it's going up? Do you see that? His timer's not going anywhere. It activates, and now his timer's going up slightly. And then he activates going oh, up, slightly. up slightly. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, oh, see how it's still going cool. up a little bit. But if Rashid hits you, look, it's draining. And it looks <laughs> like it's pretty equal chunks with each hit, maybe? It's hard to tell. Could be, yeah, could be. So you might want to do multi-hitting moves uh, to, 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 to punish it. So this V-Trigger gives him a really fast far fireball. Wow, super fast, actually. Well, they'll go into the V-Triggers a little bit more here. So, oh, okay. Uh, so fully armed allows him to use this projectile move called the Rock Smasher and the Thermobaric Thrash. All right. It's Hyperborean jokal stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it lets him get that fireball. But then uh, <laughs> once he gets the... Uh, once he... If you hit with, like, a special version of it, it's only off of EX Sandblaster that gives you that. That's hmm, the thermobaric cool. smash right there. Okay. Yeah, and his jump so is very awkward looking. It looks like maybe better, better zoning. He's got some better combos out of it, too. Ooh, super weird jump. That is that yeah. is the ugliest jump I've ever super, seen. Yeah. I thought he was doing a jump instant fierce like the first That's, three times he I does saw a that. Frog, a frog leap. Yeah, a lot of people were saying it might be the ugliest jump ever in Street Fighter. That's hideous. That's it hideous. might be. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, so... Uh, 
So let's see, V skill one, enhanced, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Okay, V skill two. Uh, did, did we... Did we? Did I miss V skill two? I think I did. You're the you're the director. I mean V yeah, trigger man, we, two. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Here, right v, there, it's happening. Yeah. So from a flash knuckle into another flash knuckle of a different strength. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. At this point in time, I I forgot what this one did because I was all I was too busy uh, marveling over the timer situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess he can just now chain flash knuckles basically. Okay, so it's just basically the combo huh. extender. So here's just a little showcase of cool stuff that he does here. Boom. Uh link activate uh beat up Rashid. Rashid was kind of supposed to be like the new protagonist of this game, right? And I think he was. Yeah, that just, never happened. It's just like with Alex, like it never happened. Yeah, basically. <laughs> And whoever was in Street Fighter 4. Oh, Abel. Yeah, nobody cares about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he didn't even come back. Well, he's in the story mode of 5. Right, yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, so weird to just... build a character model and never put him in the game as right. playable. So that wraps up the, this aggressive character who rushes yeah. the opponents down. Uh, and then, of course, they give us the match here. Uh, well, why would you ever get hit by the run into overhead? I'm very curious. It's a good question, what, dude. What's the mix-up there? I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I know. If you can't run and stop, what's the point, right? Yeah. yeah. So do you want to uh, watch Oh, hey, can match? you volumeize it now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's sure. watch it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sick. So that stand medium kick looks uh, really jump. good. Yeah, his jump is ugly. The rest of him, though, honestly, I like a lot of what I'm seeing in terms of like how he looks. Yeah, that standing medium well, kick, it looks... Not, maybe not actually the kicks, I think, are pretty Well, bad. that standing but medium the... kick looks okay. exactly like an MMA kick, though. Like, that's okay. a real MMA kick that we yeah, see okay, for okay, sure. Yeah. So they're definitely... See, like, that, that side kick is definitely an MMA kick. Okay, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, this looks pretty good, Oh, he can zone with him, maybe? Yeah, they, they mentioned that earlier. They are like, he can do this while zoning. Counter hit off of stand medium kick combo. There's what his V-shift looks like and his V-break looks mm -hmm. like. Here's his V-reversal. Hey, James, can you move your mouse to the left a bit? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Look at that link, Ooh. dude. Ugh. Oh. And they even, I love how Capcom even acknowledges that their KO is way too long. That in these things, they don't even let it linger. <laughs> Good. Oh my god, I'm gonna get hit. I'm gonna think that he's doing a jump instant fierce for the first like 10 times I play against this character. We're gonna put mods in there to change his jump animation, I swear. Yeah, I still haven't seen the player one use the V skill on block yet. Yeah, is maybe that's how MMA people actually do their twenty foot tall jumps. Is that maybe that's like real life? That, that maybe actually that okay. that could you, very well you, be. The cage, the cage actually doesn't have a door, so you have to frog leap into the cage. That's okay, traditional for, sure. yeah, for sure. UFC fights. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think they probably wanted to do more of like a quote. Oh, look at that little that little hoppy kick there. I wonder what mm -hmm. button that was. Ooh, uh, okay. 
I mean, to be honest with you, he doesn't look as bad as I originally thought he did outside of this I agree. jump. I agree. Well, you know, they have like six more months to work on him. Yeah, yeah. For nope. Sure. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, you mean then everybody else, right? Yeah, I mean, like they sh they announced him like six months ago. Like, right. Yeah. 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 No, they're exactly. they, you know they've been putting a lot of work. Right. In the sure. Yeah. It's just I cool. feel like I might enjoy just like controlling that one half, two thirds screen range of the fireball range. Ooh. It's pretty cool. And here's a super. And we're gonna get Street Fighter Four funny faces. So there you well, go. Well, all right, man. That's cool. So you just know. To, just to finish some stuff up really quick, they've announced that Capcom Cup Eight will be in February. Ooh. It's a week long. And they, yeah, they announced that it's going to be a week-long event, if I can find that. There you go. A week-long celebration. So I don't know what that's going to be. They talked about exhibitions, a last-chance qualifier, so... It's going to be pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, this could be a send-off to five, honestly. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's got to be. Maybe, right. yeah, I can see that. So here's this. So one of the cool things, so they showed off the Brawlhalla characters as well. Oh, yeah. And, uh, it looks like they have unique moves, but Tubo, you said that's not the case, right? They are. I So in Brawlhalla, you can go in training mode and try out the DLC. Mm -hmm. you, you don't You don't have to buy it. You can go oh, use it in training cool. mode. Uh, so I, I reinstalled the game because, as you guys know, I used to be a pretty avid Brawlhalla player. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they're, they're definitely like all the other crossover characters. They're, they're not their own characters. They are reskins of existing characters in the roster. However, when they do these type of reskins, like these really highly detailed reskins, uh, the hitboxes are all the same of the other attacks. They're, the frame data is the same. But they put, you know, like cool overlays over these special attacks cool. to make them look unique. Right. Like you're going to see like the teleport there from Akuma oh, and, you know, the uppercuts and things like that. Those are all unique to the, the, the visuals, unique to the skin. But the, so it but makes the, you feel like you're actually playing Akuma. Or but the hitboxes are the same as everybody else of, of the right. analogous move, right? They're, yeah, I mean, they're, they're you know, the, the function is the same. Right, yes, yes. Right, right. That's, that's a really cool idea. I like that. And that's a neat little mode there that... Uh, that character that Ryu's fighting is actually the character that he's really skin. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay, got it. That makes got sense. They're, they're, they're the same guy. This Ryu has a skin over it that says Shoryuken and Hadoken. Right. Right. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's really Before great. we end this, so Luke will be coming out Monday. Oh, wow. So Luke is coming out Monday. And then what's also really cool here is they said this is the last... Uh, update that they have. So yeah, here, Luke is an important character who will be featured in the next Street Fighter project. So we hope you try him out when he's released in Street Fighter V. Okay. But one of the coolest things they did here, like, this is really cool. You guys should just watch this. I've seen this, but I won't run every day. そうですね。毎回ユーザーさんのあの発表
I mean, shout outs to them, by the way. This has been really cool this season that they've done. ストリートファイター5、サマープレートへようこそ。My boy. Well, we know he's your boy. Oh, Dan! I'm okay. I'm happy for Dan, baby. Oh my God, he looks incredible. Oh, he's got. Oh, dude. Oh my God, that looks so annoying. Oh, I love it. Oh, nah, Dan is sick, bro. Rose. That was cool. With my horrible hair. Oh my god, times. what? <laughs> Bruh. What in the world is happening? What? So different and interesting. I would say that's such a backhanded <laughs> compliment. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so different and interesting. <laughs> yeah. She's sick and creative. She's different because she's interesting. Right. Oh my god. Bro, this looks so hard to learn. あの風間明が感染することになりました。ライブスクリーンイエス。でウェイアバブンビヨンド。But Oh my god. Oh my god. This is going to change everything. What a nice cool. presentation. <laughs> what? That was an update and a half. I Leave me alone. <laughs> that was nice. I give Capcom that. Capcom reveals his godlike. I thought that was really a nice touch. I thought that was cute. Although I cringed at my own clapping of the uh, of the Akira air combos. <laughs> That was very cute. That was very cute. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Right. Yeah. So well, there's been like a co-streaming program where we've been like allowed to stream. Right. And this is cool. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that they made really good use of that. That's cool. Yeah, First and foremost, Capcom, you'll be hearing from my lawyer. You did not have the rights to use that Ultra Chen TV footage. Mm. Uh, David, I'm going to need you to reach out. We know that we're they're profiting off of our faces, and we need to be paid appropriately for it. Well, not mine. I wasn't in it. But you're my boys, and I want you two to be paid appropriately for like it. It was covered, actually. <laughs> I've, I've actually been already paid. They paid me the big bucks. Yep. Well, I already got the big bucks. I'm also, sure shout out to me for saying exactly the same thing six months ago. Dude, I know, right? <laughs> 
was, that was hilarious, actually. <laughs> but again, I, I know like that's I, not the first time that that's happened. But yeah, he looks cool. Luke looks actually, um, in terms of mechanics, cool. Right. And in terms of how he looks, not as bad as I had originally thought. Just, so, just right. that jump. Just that jump, man. <laughs> uh, but there you go. That's Luke. And again, oh. we covered a lot of the other things. Capcom Cup announced as a week-long event. We have no idea where it's going to be or who's working it or anything like that. So yep. hopefully we'll all get a chance to be involved. Oh, they, in... didn't, they didn't contact. They... Never mind. Yeah, I, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, all right. <laughs> oh, you didn't get the email, huh? Oh, right. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Magic Capcom gotcha. emailing me. The guy who just shit all over Luke. Yeah, that's where you get the email. <laughs> well, it's because the next Street Fighter project is Street Fighter versus... Brawlhalla. Don't, don't say it. I'm don't not even going to complete it. Don't yet. do it. Oh, yeah, oh, don't first. do it. I won't. I won't do it. Street Fighter versus... Uh, anyway, back. I'm in. We'll have more about him okay. to say next week, I guess. Yeah, we definitely went over out. the time, but that's because I wasn't expecting to watch the video. So we'll try to yeah. do the next ones a little bit shorter here. I'd that. also like to point out real quick that Happy Chaos comes out on the same day as Luke. Wow. So you yeah. guys are really going to have a really easy decision to go play Happy Chaos. I mean, <laughs> there's an easier decision there between those two. I, you Happy can enjoy Chaos yourself. Looks amazing. You have a great time. Definitely check out both. I'm excited. Look, yeah, it's I'm, funny because we'll I'm actually the yeah. one excited for both here. Okay, look. I will definitely try out both as well, for sure. <sighs> yeah. Okay, yeah. we move on. King yeah, of Fighters beta this this past week in public beta. So uh, just to start off, uh, I played the shit out of this thing. Uh, what were your guys' – did you guys get a chance to play at all or anything uh, I played only for maybe an hour. I had okay. CPT commentary this weekend and also a lot of work of the same kind. That was why I didn't get to see uh, stuff earlier today. Gotcha. So gotcha. I just didn't really have much time, but I did want to make sure that I got at least a little bit of time in with it. I also watched more. Uh, I, I had your stream on in the background whilst I was doing some other stuff, for example. Mm -hmm. So um, it was cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What about you, Tubba? Uh I couldn't be bothered to hook up my PS4. So yeah, and plus, if you didn't like, have PS Plus, you couldn't get on. That was a bug well, I still all have weekend. PS Plus. Okay, I still have it anyway, so I, I'd be good there. Uh, no, but I did watch people stream. I watched way more YouTube content than I want to admit about it. Yeah, me too. Uh, because I was really curious about the netcode, and I didn't get to play it. I only know what other people said. James, did you get to play online at all? Yes. And so the netcode is kind of an interesting one. And again, so glad they're doing a beta. <laughs> so glad they're doing yeah. a beta because the netcode was definitely hit and miss. But as we discovered, so for example, we tried to play Corey Bell in San Diego. We're here in Santa Monica. We're both in Southern California. It was pretty bad. Like the rollbacks were not very good. Then I played somebody in Montreal, and then we played somebody in Wisconsin, and it was fantastic. It was amazing. And what we discovered is actually there was a bug, apparently, that, and they, I think they knew about this too. The PS4 vanilla doesn't play well with PS4 Pro and PS5. Oh. And we're on Kitty's PS5. And Corey oh. was on PS4 Vanilla, whereas the guy we played in Canada was on PS5. And I believe the guy in Wisconsin was either on Pro or 5 or something like that. So if, if it, when we had the right hardware, it was actually working. Now, 
there were still desyncs even in the PDF they released. They're like, if rollback occurs during, uh, you know, throw animations and in, in certain situations, it will cause desyncs and stuff like that. There was definitely one side. Of, it was very flawed, right? It was when it was good. It was like the best thing that you know, KOF has ever had in terms of mainstream game, not counting the Code Mystics, you know, upgrades. Um, when it was bad, it it felt very Street Fighter V-ish. Like, it was just like, when it's bad, it's like, God, I just don't even want to play this. Like, I can't hit confirm because it's like, hit, and then, like, sound effects were disappearing. Like, lots of little problems here and there. Uh, but like I said, when it worked, it worked. And that's again, why it was great that we have a beta because now they can find out about these things and try to fix them. Right. So I, I, I hope they can fix a lot of those things. And they even said in their PDF, if needed, they will do a second beta. And, uh, considering the fact that the bug, it wasn't supposed to be that PS4 players without PS plus couldn't even get into the game. Like, they couldn't even get past the title screen. Um, they admitted that was a mistake. And so a bunch of people got mm. locked out of the demo that weren't supposed to. So I have a funny feeling they'll probably try to remake, you know, make up for that with another beta. Which would Ooh, be neat if they put in other characters or whatever like that. But yeah. um, uh, for the most part, my in- impressions... Uh, the game looks way better in motion. Now, they were really smart that five of the eight characters are brand new to the game, so they're definitely ones with more care, and they didn't put in Whip and King and make you just kind of go, what the hell, right? I mean, like, it was CYS, Dolores, and uh, Chizuru who all look really, really good in the game. Uh, but I think the best way to describe how everybody, like, what the general impression was is that the KOF players out there are all suffering from withdrawals. They're all mm. really sad that the beta is over. And like, even Hell Pockets was like, oh wait, I wanna try this combo. Oh, wah, 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 you know? And one of the, Freenel, who's huge into KOF, said mm-hmm. this has the potential to be the best KOF of all time because of how well that they're looking at the mechanics. 14 had the problem, all the EXs were locked under max mode. Max mode only cost one bar. All everybody did was confirm into max mode, and it was like, but max mode now takes two bars. EXs are half a bar. You can use them anytime you want. It adds a lot of flavor to the game. And just from playing it, like I don't have a lot of KOF experience, but it felt really fluid. Like the movement felt good. It felt like it, it it there was something about it like I don't want to say KOF 14 was an extremely jank game depending on who you talk to right but like I I I made the comparison from CVS one to CVS two like there's people okay. who like CVS one more aesthetically music graphics etc cetera, etc cetera. but CVS two felt like a finished product you know what I mean like it felt like a finished product and that's kind of how this feels to me right now when I play 15 it felt like a finished product and it had a lot of really neat features, least of all, which is a background contrast option. In yeah, the- that was cool, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, thank you. I mean, you can literally set it to zero and the background is black. Like it's just gone, but it's just nice yeah. for those people who have trouble, you know, colorblind players yeah, maybe. It's a good accessibility option. Yeah. Or for those people who want to set up green screens. 
yeah. within the actual match. That's my first thought. <laughs> I'm going to have yeah. them playing on weird places, folks. <laughs> oh, man. Are you going to know where the corner is? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, uh, I mean, Yeah, I, I, but I think that's a cool mode, too. Yeah. Right now, what's really cool is between the eight characters, they all felt really good. Like, clearly, it seems like universally everyone thinks that Yashiro and Dolores felt the best and, like, maybe need to be toned down a little bit. But nobody felt bad. And so, like, I mean, even in terms of the the, the TGS showcase when Oda was like, yeah, we saw that Max Mode was a little too powerful and all everybody did was fish for it, so we wanted to tweak it. Like, it feels like they're coming into this one with a little bit more intent on good balance and 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 such and i don't know i really enjoyed it i played character like i said i don't have a lot of experience i played kyo iori and chizuru who three characters who i don't really have any vested interest in but i enjoyed them like i really liked playing them and i thought it was really fun and like i said everybody who is a kof fan i mean like after the guilty gear, gear beta all the guilty gear veterans are like what oh god this doesn't ah! <laughs> yeah and like yeah in this one like all the kof veterans are happy which does mean there will be the problem of when the game comes out all the kof veterans are going to kill everybody first i mean you know but it's gonna happen regardless yeah right yeah, for nothing sure. was stopping that anyways it's still right. very much in the kof game yeah. yeah so uh i just i think i really enjoyed it i was surprised at how much i enjoyed the game cool man cool. uh i played i just went into training mode i didn't have time right. to play online so i um Howard. <laughs> i guess i could have why not i don't know but I, I wanted to see what Dolores was about. She seems like an interesting character to me. Uh, I will say that her her graphics, the like the mud man or whatever oh, that yeah, she summons, yeah. uh-huh. that kind of stuff, a lot better looking in person. Like oh, I've, yeah? I've, I've seen it. I've seen it on the Twitch and on the YouTube, and right. I think it is not looking too good. But in yeah. person, it definitely looks better. Uh, it reminds me of Ki in that way, where just like seeing it in person is just like a different story than seeing it, you know, Dude. all. Remember Street Weird Fighter online. 4 when the pictures first came out versus in motion? Street Fighter 4, everyone was complaining how ugly that game looked in pictures. And then in motion, yeah, they were right about people, that. Yeah. yeah, I would say I feel like most people never stopped complaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, the <laughs> very first night looked. that we saw that game, we were like, yeah, this game's not too great looking. But anyway, um, yeah, Muck, right. So I think, I think she seems cool. Uh, she probably can do some of what I'm interested in in yeah. fighting games. So. I think that makes sense. I tried Shermie out, obviously, um, yeah. for command grabbing, and that she seems like a cool character, too. Uh, the couple KOFs that I have played didn't have Shermie in them. Um, so, mm. I mean, I know what, I've heard what she's about, but I never have played a game that she's yeah. in. Um, but, yeah, she seems like the kind of, you know, again, like very grab-heavy, good movement sort of character that, um, that I think could be cool. And then, other than that, I tried Chizuru out for a little bit just to be like, "What's this character do?" Weird, dude. Uh, yeah, that was my feeling. Yeah, yeah, like funky, like teleport uh, uh-huh. slash like run stop sh- shenanigans or whatever. Uh, yeah. So I, anyway, I think that they all the characters I looked into seemed cool. When I watched people playing, it looked like the game was fast and fun mm-hmm. and had a bunch of interesting options. And so yeah, I mean, I I came away from it kind of wishing that I had a little bit more time to yeah. try it out, but um it, it i would say i feel positive about it yeah the meter management aspect of the game is really interesting and interestingly enough like 
it, the execution is kind of hard in that game. The, the, the canceling from supers to, like, other supers, and there's a lot of, like, very one-frame-heavy things. Like, Iori has this great combo, but you got to cancel fireball quarter-circle forward into quarter-circle back half-circle forward in the fastest time possible, which is not going to be accessible to a lot of people. But at the same time, what's nice about the game, though, is I haven't, I like, I feel like I haven't played this kind of game in a while. Uh, maybe Strive, actually. Strive might be the last one that has this. But there's a lot of moves that nowadays in fighting games would be, like, minus 16 that are just, like, save on block. You know, like, Kyo down forward kick where he does the double low and is, like, the longest reaching sweep that he has. Like, if you block it, you can't punish that, you know? <laughs> like, it just That's felt cool. nice. But it also was very ST-like in which everything you do pushed people further away. There were very few mm -hmm, situations mm -hmm. where, you know, it's like you're next to each other. And if they were, it was obviously you're punishable. Like, there's just, it's just very clear you're punishable. But, like, Dolores had a block string that just ended up, yeah, she's minus and punishable, but you're half a screen away. So there's nothing you can really do about it. And so uh, the game... Even though the combos are really hard at low levels, it's actually kind of one of those fun to smash on button games. And uh, I got a lot of people in my chat coming in here being like, yeah, this is the first KOF I've played. I'm having a great time. Like, you oh, know, really? I just feel like I'm having fun because I get to do things, you know, and invincible <laughs> DPs are invincible. Like now that I played Iori, Kyo, and Chizuru, invincible who all... DPs are invincible? No way. Yeah. All three of those characters have invincible DPs. I'm so reliant on them now i don't think i can play a character <laughs> yeah auto combos are still annoying but they're always going to be kind of that bone to be thrown in, well, what's, in what's the deal with the auto combos are they do you have to finish them once you start them can you do three hits and stop and confirm are they punishable on block are they say what's the deal tell me about the auto combos uh what's interesting is that there's four different versions of the auto combos actually so you can hit aa so as long as you do aa to initiate the auto combo the third hit is any button and then the fourth button that you use determines what comes out of it so if you have three bars aa aa goes into your level three climax uh aa a B will go into a special move. A A A A A A C goes into a level one super, and A A A D goes into a level two super. So regardless of how much meter you have, you can kind of choose which one you want to go into. Uh, if you don't have meter you mean on some, depending it, on right. Yeah, depending on how much meter. Yeah, like Do you like, can you like start an auto combo from like a two A, uh, or do you have I, to be neutral? If you link it, yeah, you can do 2A, you can do 2A, then stand AAA. You can't start it from 2, it's only 5A that does it. But okay. you can, like, chain 2A into 5AAA into auto combo. There's no, there's no extra scaling on it. And uh, some people said it seems particularly good for, I mean, some characters, like, for example, Chizuru's, uh, not Chizuru, Shermie's level 3 climax is, a, is an anti-air super. But if you do AAAA, it just works. It just grabs the grounded guy. They just don't care. They just let it work. So for her, it, it's an easy way to get to her level three, for example, if you just need to finish somebody off instead of trying to do some fancier combo. <laughs> sure. Sure. But, uh, I mean, I don't think it'll be particularly useful at the highest levels outside of very few specific situations like most of the games are these days. 
Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, but, uh, uh, yeah, again, I'm, I'm looking forward to them having another one. I guess the actual game comes out in only, you know, a few months at this point. So it's not too long, but month, three months. Yeah, yeah. Three months. Uh, but yeah, it would be cool if they had another one. I'd love to spend more time playing it. Yeah. But I mean, the, the main thing to come out of this one is that one, the characters all felt really good. It looks better in motion than, than I expected yeah, it to. It and, and all the KOF players seem to be extremely happy and excited about the game which is really, really cool because, you know, like, it's, I don't feel like we've had that in a while. <laughs> that the scene itself is happy after playing the beta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, cool. Uh, Anything else to say on it? You put in an extra note in the document. What was that about? I clicked on the link that the whole uh, shares thing or something about it. The shares, the, the shares. Oh, that's oh, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was just a little bit of research that somebody did that indicated that maybe the Saudi company that bought it doesn't own stock in SNK anymore. But that also might not be right because maybe that website is not reliable. Mm-hmm. In conclusion, okay, okay. up in the air. I don't really gotcha, know. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so basically, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I actually meant to take that out of there because I was. I, I then learned that it may not be accurate. Oh, okay. Uh, I forgot before we started. <laughs> okay, okay. Never mind then. Okay. Unknown. Unknown. All right. Unknown cool. entity. So let's ju- do you want to just switch the timing of Diaphone and the Project L? Do you want to just try to hit a Project L real quick? Yeah, let's, let's just, just let's do Project L real quick. Yeah. Yeah, I'll zoom through Project L. Yeah. All right. So we finally got new information for Project L. <laughs> I'm assuming you guys all watch the videos, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so uh, a new trailer came out finally where Tom and Tony uh, got to talk a little bit more about the game and their philosophy and such. What did you guys think of the trailer? Well, I Um, thought it was really nice. I liked a lot of what they said, certainly, just to talk about that side of things first. They were very reassuring. I mean, they're people who I trust anyway. And then the way that they talked about the game was that it wasn't that they were trying to dumb anything down or make it so that new players can can win easily or whatever but mm-hmm. nevertheless that they were making it so that the game has um has easier commands which is fine i'm sure that there's a i guess we have in fact seen ways to balance that already so why not have another stab at that um i thought that was cool and then the focus that they have on the online play i think is great it's not surprising i mean that's the origin of ggpo anyway it was like right. tony's work <laughs> Uh, so I think that makes a lot of sense, and, and the fact that Riot is behind them and that they get to use like Riot servers and stuff could could be very, very beneficial as well. So I, I liked all of that. And as far as the actual game, so I expected it to be something... Well, I certainly didn't expect it to be a team game, when we, right. when we say it like that. But I did expect for, the, for it to be um, something between Rising Thunder and a real grimy type of, like mixy game and the reason is that in part in part royal and part uh rising thunder was that way but also in part the other people i know who i know are working on that game i feel like they would not make a game that's like boring (laughs) i just like to know them i just think that'd be surprising so i didn't have any other insight into it than other than that but and and to be fair tom and tony they got seems pretty cool yeah, Tom and Tony were huge fans of Guilty Gear. Like, Marvel right, was right, always right. some of their favorite games at EVO. You know, Marvel 3 and Marvel 2, they loved all the time. And so, you know... What, what other uh, FGC people are working on it? 
uncomfortable. I mean, it's, pretty, it's a pretty long list, to be honest, but there's a lot of Gear, Guilty Gear players, Marvel players are involved with that, anime players are involved with that, yeah. and as well as people who've just played everything. So. Right. Yeah, I didn't know Unconquerable was there. I saw that he tweeted out and was like, I'm a project lead. And I was like, what? Like a 60-bit was saying. So uh, that's actually really cool. But, but yeah, uh, dude, the the game, um, obviously, in terms of looks, they're still working on that. But I already think that it looks pretty cool. And I like that they went through the character whose name is Echo. I don't know anything about League at this point. But he has like funky time mechanics that are clearly going to lead to absolutely absurd mix-ups. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> like day one, people are going to be so. doing wild mix-ups with that character. Which is cool. I, I'm excited for it. I don't know. What about you, Brock? Uh, you know, I want to get James's thoughts first because I'm going to go off on a whole different tangent than you got it. where oh. the conversation is going okay. right now. So I want to hear what James has to say first. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, from graphic standpoints early on, like you could tell, I think it was running at like 30 frames per second or something like that. So it didn't look particularly smooth. That's going to get ironed out. Uh, I've heard some people complain about that part, uh, but that's definitely going to get ironed out once the game comes out. Uh, I love the fact that they have it set up to be a team game. I mean, that makes more sense to me. It's League of Legends. Like, right? <laughs> right? right. I mean, it, yeah. it feels like it makes more sense that way. Um, again, uh, obviously, it feels like, you know, thanks for the information dump, and then we'll see you again in, like, six months or something like right. that. But, you know, uh, you know, obviously, I trust Tom and Tony a lot. I've listened to a lot of their philosophy with things, and so I'm, I'm eager to see how the game turns out. Uh yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just glad we're finally getting some more information about it. I think that's really, really cool. And uh, I look, you have Riot budget and like the things that you can do. I mean, look what NRS can do, right, with Warner Brothers budget. So I got to imagine uh, Riot budget is going to allow them to make a pretty nice game. I'm going to play Blitzcrank Thresh, and I'm going to be doing command grab <laughs> mix-ups, and I'm going to have, both of them will have assists that are, that are yoinks. I'm going to be yoinking people from the assist. It'd be, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Oh, you don't think that's going to happen? I, don't I, I just don't know who a Blitzcrank is. I don't know anything about it. Those are two characters <laughs> I, I remember from when I played the game. never played League, so. I think the right, only character anyway. uh, I played so, was like Caitlyn or something like that because she had a move that was easy to run away with. <laughs> What's uh, your take, Brock? Can blink. Uh, my take, uh, I guess I'll, I'll talk about that first. My take was, uh, looks cool. I like that Tom and Tony addressed Netcode right away mm -hmm. just to get that conversation. Like, it was really <laughs> obvious, right, that the Riot fighting game was going to have good netcode headed by Tom and Tony Cannon. Right. Very obvious. But some people still might have doubts for whatever reason. So I'm glad that they addressed that right away. Uh, the gameplay that they showed looked cool. I I think the, the closest comparison we probably have right now is BB Tag. Yeah. It looked very mm -hmm. BB Tag to me where you... You know, you can switch your characters. It's 2v2. You have several assists per character, it, it looked like, as well. Um, the easy inputs seem nice to me. I don't uh, see an issue with that. And that's kind of where I wanted to go off on a tangent. I'm seeing so many people. I've, all right. Hella reactions for this game, right? Yeah. The the number, like, like the top three reactions I'm seeing are uh, team games are stupid. Like I, it's too much. I don't. It's it's too hard. Sure, I understand that. Easy inputs will not take 
uh, a hold of the FGC. So FGC people aren't going to like it because of VC inputs. We'll talk about that in a second. And the third one is I can't wait to gatekeep the law players. Right, right. So the first one is, is totally fine. I understand team games are hard. Yes, you are going to get mixed. Good luck. Like I, there's, you're, you're right. Team games are hard. I love team games. I'm a big Marvel guy. Huh, weird. Uh, so I'm excited about that aspect. I really have missed playing a game where I have an assist character. I play more than one character, really. I've been playing Guilty Gear Strive. You know, so I, I, I really miss my fix on that. So I'm excited for that. Um, the number two thing, I... Whatever. Like, you're... If you really think that simplified inputs are going to keep any fighting game player from playing the game... You're a silly human. You're a real right. silly person. Like that's just yeah. And 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 one I, thing... I think that was proven with Grand Blue. I think it was proven even with Rising Thunder. Like fighting game players are not turned off by the easy inputs. If anything, it just makes more players want to try out the games. Which, if you are not weird, you want people to play your game. Which is where this whole gatekeeping thing comes from. Right. Well, First before off, you, before, him... before oh, you move ahead. on that, I just want to add to the simplified input things too as well. Uh, you can have a complex game without with simplified inputs, right? I mean, just because of that doesn't mean that the execution is going to be easy. See Smash Brothers yeah. Melee. Yeah, right? I'll I mean, say. Imagine saying Smash is easy. Right. Exactly. So there's 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 it just depends on how you want to design the game. If the game is designed with it in mind there's lots of cool things they could do with it. So, and they already yeah. showed some of the crazy combos and setups that people were doing. So I'm not worried. Rising Thunder had some pretty complex stuff too. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm not yeah. super worried Rising about Thunder it. was hella fun too. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, go on. Uh, Sorry. And, and and the third thing is I see, you know, a lot of people, I can't wait to gatekeep. Can't wait to gatekeep. Cool, man. Tell your jokes. But the, but the truth is you want these people playing this game. You want new players playing your game. You want these people coming in and trying your shit out and going, oh my god, I got my ass kicked. That was so cool. I want to play again. You want those players. You want them to not feel alienated because they have to do a quarter circle forward motion. It's not going to separate bad players from good players just because you can do a DP motion and they can't. I'm sorry. That's not realistic. If it was true, then, you know, everybody, then picking up Ryu and Smash would make you an automatic god because you can do a DP motion, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not what separates good players from bad players. Uh, so stop getting horny to gatekeep new players <laughs> from playing your game. It's weird. It's exclusionary. Just stop it. Welcome new players in. And also, to top it off, like what Sagem said, a lot of you people out there saying, oh, I'm going to gatekeep. You're going to get beat by a week three echo player that's never played a fighting game before and you're going to get mopped up and you're going to quit the game and good riddance like we don't need you around anymore goodbye and of course there are going to be top players like sonic fox and justin who actually do mop everyone up but you know <laughs> those aren't the guys saying i'm going to gatekeep those are the guys saying yeah i can't wait to play with everyone so i don't know anyways that's my thoughts i think the game looks super fun can't wait for it yeah i think i think that people are going to be uh trying out this game a lot and i Absolutely agree. I hope that as many of as as many of them as possible stay. I want to yes. have more players, and mm -hmm. I hope that they enjoy a game that's going to be grimy. Because this again, this game's going to be grimy for sure. Just Probably. having seen like the <laughs> three things that they showed off, uh, yeah. which I'm excited for to be clear. So I think that I think that that will be that way. And 100%, it's going to be the case that somebody will pick up this fighting game, never having played a fighting game before, and in year two 
is going to win a major for sure because that that happens for for all these games that has been happening for i can think of a few examples of that in mortal kombat where people are like not really into fighting games at all oh the next mk comes out let me try that year two they're like winning majors that for sure that happens in street fighter 5 that has that happens and in a game that's based on league where there's you know riot is hoping going to be a little bit more of people who played league of legends trying this game out i expect that to happen yeah. That's going to happen for this too. And that scene is gigantic. And yes, a lot of the players are very casual, but they have a tremendous amount of talent too. And there's going to be like just some killer, super smart video game player who decided <laughs> to spend most of their time on LOL, who then now decides to spend most of their time on this game. And they're going to be sick at it. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Just in the same way, honestly, that uh, when League was relatively new, a bunch of fighting game players were sick at it and actually went pro in it. Um, yeah, so, yeah. You know, why not? Chan Cheese is saying that same thing happened in France with Dragon Ball Fighters. Some Dragon people, Ball Fighters, great example. Yeah, became really good, and they just didn't play fighting games. They just wanted to play Dragon Ball, you know? Yep, yep. yep. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so some people are talking about free-to-play. There's nothing been confirmed yet on on, on how they're going to do the model. You would imagine if it, it would be. To, yeah, I was just about to say, if it's not right, free-to-play, I may... I may have to like eat my thumb or something like that because like I feel like it's definitely gonna be free to play. Uh, but again, it's it's gonna be interesting because again, the games do offer different kinds of strategy and stuff. And if you're a huge uh, League of Legends player, it might not appeal to you. So you know, this whole notion of trying to gatekeep people and stuff—it's just it's useless. It's useless, man. Like, let's play video games, everybody. Let's have a good time. <laughs> Don't be a jerk to other people, except in the cases where they think it's fun too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, try not, try not to actually gatekeep people out of the community, please. Like that would be mm. great if we could have That'd a bigger. That'd be cool community. if you didn't do that. Yeah. I mean, to me, it sounds like when someone says, "I can't wait to gatekeep people," it just means I can't wait to actually, maybe, hopefully, get some free wins because I can't win in any other way. Fashion. I get exactly to win. Like. I finally yeah. get to win. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly what it sounds like because like all the expert players aren't going to be trying to gatekeep anyone they'll probably try to help them learn like pros tend to do you know and now so. we're not telling you not to roast someone when they call the game a tekken like okay okay Absolutely that's hilarious roast them to hell they deserve that a but if they're I like hey how do i stop people from jumping in don't gatekeep that person give them real <laughs> advice yeah. but the tekken like guy he deserves every little bit that he got. Yeah, Even the mall players were like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. You know, both both gatekeep those people. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Uh, a little a little bit of information, you know, the anti-rage quit tech is really nice. And it's very it's really possible cool. because Riot has giant server infrastructures around the world that make it easier. Yep. The reason why it doesn't work in a lot of the other ones is because everything is a peer-to-peer connection. And right. then only the winner goes or like, so, you know, I'm not sure exactly how the reporting works, but it's not as easy. But because now i think all the games can maintain a connection to a particular server in this one they could actually determine who pulled or who disconnected as opposed well, i to- think the really interesting part is like even outside of being able to tell who rage quit is if someone is having packet loss issues it just bounces back to them <laughs> right you don't even have to deal with it like that's the really dope part of the technology is it, you probably will never even see a rollback because they're not going to come to your side right it's very it's very much like how parsec is working right i mean that's kind of how parsec works is that 
your connection to the parsec machine determines your quality. Right. If you're fighting another person who's living in, you know, uh, Alaska with no with on Wi-Fi, you know, while their parents are watching a Netflix movie, like it's not going to affect you. And that's kind of uh, one of the powerful things that they might have. So yeah, that'll be cool. As far as how much money is in Project L for the FGC or for content creators or for top players, pros, commentators and stuff, I, that's, a long, that's a long ways off. Not just because the yeah, game really seems is. like it's nowhere near coming out, but also because Riot, when their games have initially launched, hasn't been like, all right, everybody, huge league right away featuring max esports teams for everything right away. They let things simmer a little bit you know they let the sort of the scene play it out it's not going to be the case that a player will get fakers contract right away which is like five <laughs> five million dollars with an option for you speak for yourself Bucko. i'm gonna like be so dominant in this game riot himself mr riot mr. is gonna write riot? me a check gonna Dang. write me a check himself and for one million dollars saying tubaware you're the best so here's a million bucks here's a million dollars that's my game plan yeah but that's not going to happen right away. That's, there's going to be some period of time where they'll let the community figure it out. And I mean, it's an, inter- it's an interesting situation, too, because a lot of people get mad at that, too, right? So I'm, I've heard a sure, lot of yeah. people We've say about this, yeah. That, yeah, that they hate the fact that the community builds it up and then they just kind of come and reap the benefits of it right, you know, right, right. kind of thing. Yeah, but, I was going to say letting it simmer is a nice way of putting it, David. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, we've, got, we've talked about this in the past. I think that, that there's a scummy aspect to that as well, but I'm just saying that it's not going to be the case that there will immediately be big bucks right. for everybody. It's who's not like, like here's the game and here's the world tour. we would imagine. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Anyway, historically you know, speaking, yeah. there hasn't been. Yeah. We would imagine. We obviously we don't have any inside info on this. Yeah. <laughs> but right. If we did, we wouldn't tell you, losers, nerd. <laughs> oh man. All right. Cool. Anything else on this one? Uh, let me see if I have any uh, information that I le- had left in here. Nope. Um, but happy to see some progress on it. So looking forward to getting more progress again in another six months or so. I mean, they did sure. say that they were going to try to give us more information a little more regularly. I have, forward, but... I have a gut feeling that they're further along than they're letting us know. Because mm. mm. if, if I'm not mistaken, the only reason I'm saying this, I'm not mistaken. They did this with Valorant, too. They, they didn't talk about Valorant for a while. They went completely dark. They came back and were like, hey, here's Valorant. Uh, and then three months later, they're like, OK, you can play it now. <laughs> so I don't I don't think they're at that point with with Project L. Like they haven't named it yet. When they announced Valorant, they gave it its real name. They're like, it is called right. Valorant. So I think once that happens, we're gonna be real, real, real okay. close to when Project L is. But I also think that they are farther along than, than they've talked about. Once okay. once Riot starts talking, that's when they're feeling comfortable about their games. Right. Yeah. It's true. So I, I, I think they're I don't think that build that was running at thirty frames per second is even close to where they actually are. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a good feeling. I they're like no install the old info. version of I the build. <laughs> but uh but yeah, Valorant that was that was like the, the timeline for Valorant. So I would I'd bet in a few months we hear from them again and maybe they'll drop the name and then maybe a release date. Okay. Well, hopefully, hope hopefully soon. early. I I would assume early 2023. If I was to take a guess, is when they would re- want to be interesting. Release it. Okay. I wanna I wanna get into stomping all these lol nerds. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. I can't wait. Knocking them right out of the community. That's yeah, what I'm talking about, right? Just, That's what I, I want to find like, some. Get out of here. I want to find I'm some low feeders. Them with arms. I'm gonna blow them up so I can actually win and feel good about myself. See ya. Yeah, Leo, little league player. I'm gonna 
project this L onto you. <laughs> Got him. <'em. laughs> all right, all right. Let's take a break. Come back, and when we do, we'll have Diaphone with us, second place at Red Bull Kumite. Uh, be right back, and uh, yeah, don't go anywhere. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Tuesday show. We are moving on to the next segment here where we are we will bring on a guest for the episode this week. <laughs> what? Don't look at me like that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm allowed to fumble camera, words man. every once in a while. I'm, okay? just, I'm just looking at the camera. That's, don't look Jeez. at me. Okay. Anyways, uh, we're going to bring on our guests. Uh, none other than Mr. Oh, I said none other than. I'm Rob TV now. Um, Mr. <laughs> Diaphone. Diaphone, how you doing? Hey, what is up, everyone? How's it going? Uh, thanks for yeah, James. You know, I I noticed you introduced me as Diaphone and not <laughs> Diaphony. Yes. And I just have to say, you started the Diaphony trend, and you it looks like you dropped it, but for some reason, Spooky picked it up. Oh no! Uh, yeah, every every no, NLBC, he just calls me Diaphony now. Dude, That's hilarious. Because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, it's got to be like a Greek name. He's naming himself after like a Greek. <laughs> something so i called you diaphony yeah i called you diaphony and so but then yeah. i found because i i thought i asked you and you were like yeah that's cool and i was like oh i was right and then it just turned out you were just being nice i, to I thought you were trolling me yeah i honestly <laughs> thought you were trolling me and now i know spooky is trolling me because spooky oh, called so me diaphone for like years and now he's right. calling me diaphony uh, so I, I just don't enter nlbc anymore Dang. Now like, Spooky's gonna come sad. and hunt me. Enter your shit anymore. They're gonna yeah. hunt me down because they're gonna be Spooky's gonna be like, "This is your fault. He's not entering anymore." <laughs> Man, so. everybody's getting renamed nowadays. Brian F is now Brian H. Yeah, Brian H. You know that's what's popular now. Yeah, you don't know it's, about it's the Brian the, H. It's sent us to esports. Yeah, because uh, Eli, Eli Joe, Joe was yeah. announcing them, and he said Chris C C H, and then he said Brian. And yeah. apparently, really? apparently, there's another know. Brian H oh, in like Long there's, Island or something like that. Hmm. So yeah, makes so. sense. Anyways, yeah, thanks a lot for joining us straight from the Gu the Guilty Gear Strive video game. Pretty cool that you managed <laughs> to put yourself in there. Congratulations on that. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we wanted to have you on to talk not just about the run at Rebel Kumite, but you know stuff leading up to that, like your entire life. Uh, so let's start by talking about. You know, how you got into fighting games in the first place, and then how you got into taking fighting games seriously enough to start competing. Yeah, so I was born uh, March 9. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I started um, fighting games. Actually, like, I really liked fighting games growing up. I was, like, you know, super, the super casual. Think about, like, the kid that, like, beat all their friends at Melee, but didn't yeah. know a competitive scene existed. That was, that was pretty much yeah. me, right? I was like, so, always, yeah. So yeah, you started so, with Melee then? Pretty much. Uh, I played it growing up, like like okay. as a teenager, right? Right. And then, wait, how, my... how old are you? I'm 31. All right. Yeah. Freeze. Exactly. Welcome to the old man's club. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to be part of it. No, yeah. And so I didn't realize there was like a competitive scene for any of this until my right. roommate showed me that you know the stereotypical Evo 37. My roommate in college. Mm. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I wasn't like sold at that point, but it put the seeds that like there's actual other people that play this game and like they're really good. And there was a uh there's like a Smash Bros club at my 
at my school. And so I, I started playing Smash Bros. And, and yeah, I played with them. And I was like, I was actually really good. Like, I, I came into it and I was like beating actually all of them in like uh, Brawl. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, there was like really good melee players that would show up. And I'd try playing them. I'd just get destroyed. Right. Like uh, PC Chris. I don't know if you oh, guys know who that is. No, like, I know yeah, PC yeah, yeah. Chris. That's yeah. old school. <laughs> yeah. So he, he lives in the area where I went to college up in nice. Buffalo. Okay. Or like he visits or whatnot. I saw like, like I didn't get a chance to play him, but I saw like the people that beat me play him and they got the story. I'm like, oh my God, like it's such another level to this competitive stuff. And then I got into Street Fighter to play like my roommate. I'm like, you know, instead of playing Melee, because that game's old, Super Street, like Street Fighter 4 just came out, which mm. I'm not 09er, I'm more like a 11er because it's already been out <laughs> for a couple of years. But yeah, I started playing with, uh, I started practicing. I bought like an Xbox over like, you know, summer break. And I, re- I realized there's people in the local scene for Buffalo. I hit them up because I thought it'd be fun to play other people offline. And yeah, I just got really hooked by like the nice. improvement cycle and like actually having people mm-hmm. that are interested, as interested in fighting games as I am. I thought that was like super cool. So um, just kind of like I sort of played casually. Like I didn't really attend tournaments for a while. I just like wanted to keep getting better, keep getting better. And I pretty much played, like, Street Fighter, Marvel. I played a lot of games. I couldn't really, like, decide on anything. And I then I took, like, a kind of a break around, like, the two... Th- like, right after Street Fighter Five dropped. Because I wasn't, like, a big fan of Street Fighter Five on release. Right now, I think it's super cool. But, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm already, like... Yeah, I'm already, like, <laughs> way be- I'm way behind, you know? So I'm not going right. to pick it back up. Yeah. So I, 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 I dropped... think you're doing all right with Strive, by the way. Yeah, you Maybe seem the... to be doing <laughs> right. I think you're doing okay there. Yes. Thanks. But yeah, I I mean I really like Street Fighter 4. I really like Marvel. I really like those Capcom games. And mm-hmm. um but yeah, anyways, I took a break around like 2016, 17, 18 to like focus on my career. And then I got my certification in my field. And I told myself like when I was like grinding out that certification, like all the studying and whatnot, I'm like, after I'm done with this, I'm gonna try hard in fighting games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was uh right after Smash Bros. Ultimate dropped, which I think was like Late twenty seven, not late twenty eight, somewhere around there. Late, right, late, late, yeah. This is a while ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, someone might know the days. I'm, I think, in like late twenty eighteen, and I tried to play. And I just felt like really out of my element. Like there's people that have been playing four for like five years. And it's basically the same game. <laughs> I'm like, I got too far. I got too far to make up. So I, uh, I decided on BB Tag because it's just the game I like the most, right? Interesting. And I, I started to do pretty well in BB Tag. Um, I improved a lot, and I think the first tournament that like I did pretty well was uh, Combo Breaker uh, 2019. I think it's the a last good tournament to do well yeah. at, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I did like way better than I thought I would do, considering like I hadn't really gone to like a big major for that game. And like the, the, it was funny, the patch released like a week beforehand. No, like not even a week, like four days, and they decided to like rock the patch. Yeah. And my my team like got buffed so much that like no one no one knew what my team did. It was, it was hilarious. Yeah. And so I, I and so I I even had my switch. I was like because that game came out for the switch right, yeah. too. Yeah. And so I was I was labbing what to do in the new patch on the plane ride there. Yep. <laughs> And so, like, I I think I just took people by surprise. And after that, I've done I've done pretty well. So I went from BB Tag, then went to Grand Blue, uh, where I did very well in that game. But it was all like online, right? So like, I didn't really get the chance to prove myself, prove myself. And then 
Drive came out, and I've been grinding that. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm just trying to like play the games I really like um, that have a lot of people. And it's, you know, it was Grand Blue, but now like Grand, playing Grand Blue is pretty miserable online compared to <sighs> playing Strive online. Oh yeah. Even though I like the games about equally, right? I think they're both really fun. Uh, so I've been playing Strive, and yeah, it's been going pretty well. Really like the game. I really like streaming and you know cool. making content that sort of thing too and improving and i really like the community so yeah it's uh it's pretty cool, pretty there, cool there's, times. A bunch, there's what, a bunch what? of different stuff to get good at and to improve at and to like have the cycle of improvement at yeah why fighting games in particular what about them is the draw hmm i don't know there's definitely yeah. a lot of things that um you can improve at right. I'm not just saying like games in general, right? Because I used to play Dota, and uh, then I kind of switched to fighting games because I don't like teammates, right? But, <laughs> you know, that you is go. a common um, thing that I hear about people who play yeah, fighting games. Really, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm there's a lot of like IRL stuff like I grind out. Like I'm really, in, I've been really in the fitness like last few years and that sort of thing. But like as opposed to fighting games versus other things, I think it's just kind of what I landed on, okay. and I really like it. So yeah, I, it's a combination of those, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, one one of the things that you know I, you were saying, you said during that, and even David just repeated the phrase because I think it probably stood out to him as well, is you said you enjoyed the cycle of improvement, right? And you know, I, I think that's I just want to highlight that because I think it's a very important thing to mm-hmm. understand and where a lot of the fighting game comes from. If you don't enjoy that cycle, it's just it's really hard to, to, to get better to the point where you can finish second place at a, at a Red Bull Kumite, mm-hmm. you know? But, um, so, I mean, wait. So, based on what you're saying, is Strive your first Guilty Gear, then? This is the first Guilty Gear you've played? That I've taken seriously. I, I played Exert for, like, I entered one tournament for Exert, and I, I didn't do very well. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, a, it's the first one I'm taking seriously. Okay, okay. And, uh, I mean, even before the August patch, uh, Ina was pretty good, right? People were saying she was the worst in the game. <laughs> uh, I actually think, wait, which one was the August patch? The August one that, was... Was that the first patch? Yeah, the first patch where yeah, she got... Yeah, the one where she got yeah. buffed. I, I, I think for sure she was bottom tier. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm four. See, I just was trying to I was just trying to use you to justify my inability <laughs> to fight her. That's all. I don't know if she's bottom one, but like people really underestimate how much the buffs helped her. Like okay. I think she's a really strong character now. And she got so much I think she's probably like the most buff character since the game release, right? Mm-hmm. And so I I don't think people realize like how much better she has gotten. Like even like oh, her, no, her combos work. <laughs> like before her combos literally wouldn't work against like half the cast right and they're like really character specific spacing so that's all fixed her movement is way better so now you can like actually get in and you can do better setups like just those two changes alone the august patch like made a real difference and then she got buffed again uh and the buffs are like even though she got like it didn't look like much on paper like the change list is really short in the most recent patch like the system changes like being able to cancel JS and the JD oh, is just yeah. like super cracked mm-hmm. and like pe- people I think underestimate how much she got buffed and but also un- like overvalue her when she was released in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, you you have played gear in the past but only for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Why then with this new game that comes out would you pick a character that at the time you didn't think was very strong? What was the draw to you know for you? Um I just want a character that's I, I'm I'm not really like 
I won't say a tear whore, but I've tried tear whoring in the past. <laughs> it's never worked out, right? <laughs> okay. Like, I literally, like, I think for me, I mean, I don't think this is true for everyone, but for me, I'm more yeah. of a person, like, when I'm having fun with the game, yeah. I do better mm-hmm. because I'm more interested and I come up with, like, cool sure. ideas and, yeah. um, and I enjoy myself more, too. And yeah. that's what you should do in a hobby like this, right? Um, so, how do I say... She just she just had a, a factor that just kind of yeah. appealed to you. I think well, yeah, you played, she was just like she kind of appealed to me. I kind of like characters that can Blue, like. Right? Or, oh, sorry. What's up? Did you play Matera and Granblue? Uh, I started with her actually. Okay, yeah, and that's then, what I thought. So, so, so that, she's a little kind of similar to you know. Yeah, there's there's a few like criteria I have for a character, and they're like really odd. One of them is like I like to be a special snowflake. I like to play characters that other people don't play. Yes. Yeah. I like I like characters that are like I think have potential. I like characters that can like play a variety of different play styles. Like they have a lot of options where like you know like you can kind of zone out with a note in HCL, or you can go in like I like that kind of like flexibility. With a character. And so I think that's sort of what drove me to Eno. And also, okay. like, I did really well with uh, my character in Granblue versus Zoe, who is also considered, like, not a very good character mm-hmm. for the vast majority of the time she was released. And so I'm like, like, I, I think I can do it with a character even if she's not that strong. And I then mean, I started to, like, go into despair mode when she, like, after a month. Because, <laughs> like, she was really bad at the start. But, you know, there's people like Daru that are like, don't give up. And I'm like, all right, if Daru can do it, then, you know, I can do it too. So I mean, NLBC, you played a lot of Grand Blue. You were the one that was, like, winning with a different character every week, right? Like, every time a new character dropped or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I won with like eight different characters. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. Be I mean, like, what, what do you attribute that to? Like, where do you like? Where do you feel like? Do you feel like you're just naturally gifted in fighting games? And you're just gonna brush your shoulder and stuff, or you know, like, I mean, where do you feel like that talent comes from? Uh, I mean, I've been playing fighting games for a while, right? Since like 2011, and mm-hmm. I think I, 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 I mean, maybe I have some like some natural gifts. But it's not like, I think a lot of it, especially in the last few years, it's been more of like a mentality shift and having like, like there's things I think I do a lot better than like the vast majority of people in the scene. Like I have, like I have a very consistent schedule. I, I make the most of my practice time. Like you'll see, like if you look at my online matches, I barely have not, I have many online matches compared to like almost anyone else at my level, but I make the most of my time, right? Mm -hmm. And I focus on improving, and I focus on, like, I don't know, I I think I just make the most of my time. Grand Blue specifically, I think a game like that is pretty easy, and it's, like, really, how I say, like, not that hard to pick up a character. So while it sounds really impressive to, like, win with eight different characters, (laughs) it's not actually as hard, because, like, I was just, like, People went new who I was gonna pick, and then I would just gimmick them out with like a character that <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know. They didn't know what the character did, so right. it wasn't like it, it will like doing that in Strive or doing that in like almost any other game would be so much harder because Interesting. there's one there's like more people that enter, and there's more like uh, death of the community. Like there's people are just better because mm-hmm. of netcode. Right. But two, like, it's way harder to learn a character in uh, okay. a game like Strive than Grand Blue. 
So you've talked about this a little bit, kind of just offhandedly a couple of times, this improvement cycle thing that you feel like you have spent a lot of time in that you're, you're strong at. You've said a few different things that you're, mm-hmm. you have done it in. Can you talk to me about what that looks like for a fighting game? Um, like, how do I say? So, like, about what, why I think I'm better at, uh, like, improving a fighting game so other people, no, I mean, or, like, well, making, my, making the use, most efficient use of my time. What, what's the process of the improvement cycle look like? What, what do you do? What, are your, what sort of choices <laughs> do you make? What are the... Um, do you watch back a lot of your own videos? Yeah. You know, oh, I see. Kind of yeah. 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 Like, uh, sort of, I, I mean, the improvement process for anything is, you know, you just do it more, right? But uh, <laughs> I, I think it's about the ratios at what you do and, like, how, um, you know, how much effort you put in, that sort of thing. Um, but for fighting games, it's like... I, I do all the standard stuff that people do. Like, obviously, I play online matches. I play a variety of different online matches. Like, I play against people that are better than me, long sets, short sets, tournaments, that sort of thing. Um, I I watch my replays, which I hate doing, but yes. it's too <laughs> valuable not to do. And I think a lot of people skip that, right? Yeah. Um, I, I spend a lot of time in the lab. Like, even just, like, execution practice or, like... Like, I'll, like right before the stream, I was just chilling in lab. You know, <laughs> listening to the stream and like practicing some setups and yeah. uh, you know whatnot like that. So I think like that kind of like focused training uh, and like training I think is really strong. The thing I do the that I think is atypical from most of the FGC is I am a religious note keeper. So anytime Ooh. I have an idea for like like you know like shower thoughts, right? You're in the shower, you think of something, I write it down always. Um, I'm at work. I think of something. I write it down. I'm driving. I have Siri like text me it so I can make sure to put it in my notes. Like I'm religious note keeper. And right now, uh, look at my notes. They're 29 pages long. And so, and a lot of it's like format. So, like for example, for, before Red Bull Kumite, like I write down all my notes and like I'd organize my thoughts because I think organizing your thoughts in like clear and concise manner will let you play in a much more streamlined and efficient way right. right and so i think i do that like it, they're kind of like mental exercises almost like going through your notes or like making sure that you fully flesh out everything that you want to test um I, I i think that's like how do i say like stuff like that i think that puts me above uh some people on like efficiency of use of, of time yeah because you said that you don't necessarily have as many matches as some of the players mm-hmm. at your level but you feel like you're, you're using time better um, so as, as maybe more concrete example, you get in, you get, you make it into Red Bull Kumite, right? Now you know that you have to play against these other players. What was the training process that you went through before that tournament? Um, I, I like to stay pretty consistent, right? Like, I don't think you should change that much. The only things I really changed were like, I watched footage of the people that I was playing against mm-hmm. and I do like visualization of like how I'm going to approach each match, but and then like do a little bit more labbing like make sure i have my notes fully flushed out for every character and make sure they lab but other than that it's not like it's not like i spent more time you know because i right. think if you spend more time then you take away from like sleep or you take away from your health or <laughs> other stuff and that's just gonna make you play worse balance, right balance, balance. <laughs> it's like cramming before a test yeah. it's, not, it's not a good long-term strategy right <laughs> yeah no. and you know it's the same thing you go in the red bull and then i played a bunch of casuals and um just <laughs> Made sure to 
stay well rested stay i you know I, I worked out every day like i i got my eight hours of sleep i made sure i was like ready to play on uh rbk day which surprisingly not a lot of people do like no yeah <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i was the only player working out each day before uh rebel kumite you know Sounds like all right it's, yeah dude it's it's op but i don't know why people don't do it it's, you're it's you're totally weird. right like that is i have only ever known a few players who take it who who act like that Daigo's even done. even absolute top level players some of them will get smashed the night before like that is yeah. not it's not <laughs> uncommon i don't know i mean i yeah it's at my like, age either i can't do that anymore but like right. time was yeah. like we all were doing that it was very very rare especially back in the day that right. people would take it that seriously right but now yeah look let me ask this question here now obviously you know after you finish you you qualified and you're thinking okay now i'm you you won the lcq here i mm -hmm. am i i will admit i picked daru inu to to win the whole entire event right talk to me because you mentioned you know him being kind of inspiration for you Talk mm -hmm. to me how it felt to not only, you know, outplace him and get second place, but you beat him in the mirror match, right? Body in shit. the pool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how did that feel? I, it felt pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> it was something that, that, like, when I got the, when I won LCQ, that was, like, one of my motivations. Like, I'm like, I really want to meet Daru. And I really want to play against him and prove that yeah. I'm I'm strong, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, I kind of kept that motivation and kind of inspired me to, you know, put in the work that I did for the for the event. And so, you know, seeing that work pay off, I think you know, it's always a good feeling, right? Mm -hmm. So, do you think this means you are the best, you know, on the planet Earth? <laughs> no, I actually i I actually have more of an appreciation for Daru after the event <laughs> than beforehand. So, okay. um. No, I, I think there's things that I do better than Daru, right? Um, one of them being especially playing in a tournament setting. But mm. I think I think overall, like watching Daru play casuals, like he just has like he has 20 years of Eno experience. Like I can't I can't beat that. Right. Maybe I'm the better player, but he's definitely the best pilot of Eno for sure. I I think that's a really cool perspective to take. Um, being being at that event and. You know, it's quite a it's quite a unique event. It feels very different from everything else. I, I didn't go, but I've been to Kumite's in the past, and they're mm -hmm. always really unique. Um, did that feeling of the event feel different than, for example, when you did well at Combo Breaker 2019? Hmm. I mean, honestly, like... <laughs> like you're in this cage. I was... Like there's the whole <laughs> the cage song really... and dance of it. It did feel like... Uh, I feel like a little more nervous just because, like... I'm like, oh my god, what if I go in three? You know, like that sort of thought. <laughs> but you, 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 yeah. you can't actually think that, right? Like, you're if you think, oh my god, what if I go in three? You're gonna go in three, right? Like, so <laughs> it's more of like I just I felt really excited, uh, probably more excited for Combo Breaker because like, like it's the it's the first time I played Strive offline. Like, mm. it's the first time I've been offline in like a year and a half. So, um, yeah, I just felt really excited. I don't know if it's and like. It's also weird because, like, you know, you, you get paid to just show up, and Red Bull takes like super good care of you. So I'm yeah. like, even yeah. if I don't do well, like, who cares? Like this weekend was awesome, right? So, <laughs> yeah, sure. um, yeah, there's like a combination of that, like just feeling good about the whole weekend and like feeling like I had nothing to lose, you know. Yeah, sure. So I mean, after getting second place and only losing to Gobo, 
Uh, like, do you feel like now that maybe you're kind of like with your success in Grand Blue and now here in Strive, do you feel like you were kind of targeted now once we get back to offline that people are going to be like, I'm gunning after Diaphone because he's 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 like the best in the U.S. right now. I probably I try not to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you know, everyone's going to have their uh, ebbs and flows, right? Uh, I don't know if this is you know, a high peak point for me, a low point for me, right? And maybe I should have won or you know something like that. But you know, think about that stuff. I don't think is that useful. And so I think you know, for me, it's just stay the course, right? I still want to get better. I still want to improve. Nice. So I, I need to keep doing that. If people have a target on my back, you know, whatever, that's gonna happen. You know, I've I've been popped off on like when I was a <laughs> crappy fighting game player, right? So. Are people going to pop off of me if they beat me yeah. now? Oh, yeah. Sure, of course, right? Like, I mean, it's just, it's the same kind of cycle. It's just, you know, now no more people know who I am, so. S- speaking of that and of getting popped off on, ever since I, w- I watched the finals, I was wondering what it felt like. Did, did you see Gobo's face? <laughs> did, did you know what was going on on the other side of that table? No, I had no clue. <laughs> oh, did you not? Okay. Yeah, and, and my wife texted me. She's like, why was Gobu looking at you like that? Like, he, he wanted to kill you or something. Like, something along those lines. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, babe, what are you talking about? <laughs> I thought she was crazy. And I looked back at the replays the next day. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, you look like oh. that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I mean, speaking of Gobo, I keep telling this story on stream, but I'll, I'll let you relate a little bit about you tweeted out how you pinpointed the exact moment that you lost to Gobo. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. What, what was the story? I mean, that, that was basically a story. I. I I had the opportunity to practice the Gold Lewis matchup. I was so convinced he wasn't going to pick Gold Lewis that I didn't practice it. I wanted to make right. the most of my time. Yeah, and I'm like, I can ah. make, I can, <laughs> I can be very efficient with my time. And I, I watched Gobu replay, and he hasn't picked Gold Lewis once in the last month. Um, and I don't, th- I don't think he's going to play him. Right. And I, I stuck with my guns. I, I'm like, I don't, See, you, I don't have don't time for a contingency plan. Yeah. You don't understand the Zoomer humor. Of course he was picking Gold Lewis if he made Grand Finals. Of course yeah. he was. I, I don't understand the Zoomers. That's what it came down That's, to. You didn't get it. It was Jan, yeah. right, who was saying, go practice with Kid Viper. And you're like, nah. Yeah. I'm yeah. It's like you have the – someone put the tweet in the chat, you know, where you took yeah. the screen cap of that. So <laughs> – no, but I'm I'm curious about whether you think that says anything about sort of whether you should change your preparation ideas. It, I mean, I think many other people in your situation um, who maybe have a less focused training regimen mm-hmm. would have just been like, yeah, sure, I should, uh, yeah, I'm down to play. Like, I just want to, I'm going to grind and grind and grind, right? That's kind of a philosophy that's very common. Um, and sh- And sure, like if Kid Viper wants to get games, I'm down to get games. That's something that, that you said no to. Do, do you, does that have a, will that have an impact on how you train moving forward? <laughs> yeah, I, I think twice. You know, honestly, <laughs> looking back, I think that was the right decision. With the information I knew, I think that uh-huh. was the right decision. Oh, that's good. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know. I, yeah, I'll definitely think twice. Like, cause it was, like, if there was another match at the practice, that was it, right? There's no other, no other players in the Kumite that really have a secondary that's, that's threatening, right. like Gobu, Go Lewis. And so I had that decision. I'm like, I, I, I could spend a few hours labbing out the matchup and figure out what to do, or I could spend it on 
you know, whatever else at the time, right? So, you know, I, I chose the latter. <laughs> Maybe, in ret- it probably wasn't the right choice, but, you know, with the information I had, I don't know. You know, if that situation comes up again, which I, I think it might be pretty rare, but if it does, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll think twice. I'll think twice for yeah, sure. That's good. No, no regrets, though. No regrets is important. So, um, yeah, I think that's a really cool perspective, actually. Yeah, for sure. So I'm. Mean, uh, oh no! I was just about to say, you know, we we joked about the diaphone diaphony kind of thing, you know. <laughs> One of the questions that I do always like to ask people before they take off is, where did that handle even come from? Like, what what is a diaphone, you know? It's really lame. It's really lame, but all right. Here's <laughs> nice. the 10-second version. So I, I'm very bad at naming stuff, and I have, like, I'm creative in some aspects, but in some aspects, I'm, like, very, very uncreative. And so my idea for a gamer tag, I'm, like, I was, like, playing some MMORPG. I'm, like, what do I call myself? And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll hit the random page button on Wikipedia. And I hit the random page button on Wikipedia, and the word diaphone came up. I'm like, sure, screw it. That is it. What? Back what is a diaphone? <laughs> it's like a, another name for like a specific type of foghorn. Wow, a low-pitched fog signal operated by compressed air characterized by the grunt that ends each note. Yeah. That is all amazing. Right. That's <laughs> actually not a lame story at all. That's actually pretty sick. <laughs> I mean, I, I will say it is unique. I've never heard anybody yeah. else have that kind of backstory. To That's their like name. the Wu-Tang name generator. That's all Childish yeah, exactly. Gambino. You're, you're exactly. basically an FPC Childish Gambino. Yeah. You use the Wu-Tang name generator, and that's where Childish Gambino That's came. amazing. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. Well, uh, look... Uh, what else are you doing and where can people watch or et cetera? Yeah, plug your stuff. Yeah, sure. So I'm going to CEO in a couple of weeks. And then I'm going to be back to Team Na for a really long time. I, <laughs> I remember going to Rebel Kumite and I was like, oh, yeah, this is why I hate flying. So <laughs> I think I'm going to not fly for a while um, after CEO. But, you know, me and the way for like... We're going to go to like Disney and that sort of thing. So she's oh, coming with me. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, take it a little more casual, but I still want to do very well um, at the event. So I'm practicing for that. Um, so check me out there. But I do stream every Wednesday and Friday around 7 p.m. Um, Twitch.tv slash Diaphone. Eastern time, uh, underscore. Right? 7 p.m. Yeah. Eastern time, right? Diaphone yeah, okay. underscore. Um, I, you know, I post on Twitter, but it's more like tech and that sort of thing. So that's interesting, you know, follow me on Twitter. Um, but I've been working on the YouTube recently as well. Mm-hmm. And I actually just released a video talking about my Rebel Kumite run. Nice. Uh, some of the stuff that we talked about, but some more insights too. So if you're interested in that, you know, check out my YouTube. Um, same thing, uh, youtube.com slash diaphone or diaphone underscore. They both work. I, I woke up one day and... Uh, uh, diaphone worked. I don't even know why. But <laughs> <laughs> I, it was All pretty right. cool. I was like, oh, sick. I wish it, I was switched to that. But um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty cool stuff. And yeah, I'll, I'll be at CEO. Wish me luck. Right. <laughs> Good I mean, luck. You did say you're going to take a break, but are you going to try to qualify for Arc Revo by any chance? Or uh, I, don't, I don't plan to take a break. So um, okay, okay. yeah, I, I'm going to try. Okay, I, cool, cool, cool. I do want to like, how do I say, like I told myself after CEO, I'm going to put like more effort into content in the sense that like I want to like upgrade my stream set. Like I, I still have like very basic like stream setups and whatnot. <laughs> um, so I'm going to work on that, like audio quality, that sort of thing. 
And then, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely give Arc Reva a try. And then KOF will probably come out. I'm going to play that because I really like KOF. And okay, cool. yeah, I, I literally play every fighting game. So, Good. Um, yeah, I'll play some of the new fighting games that come out. But yeah, first CEO, then Arc Reva. Yeah, that's the plan. Rad, cool. dude. Well, thanks a lot for coming on. Uh, is there any chance that you used to post on Pound Capcom on Fnet? Do you know uh, those words? Very occasionally, when I was when I was mm-hmm. uh, learning fighting I games, I was I like, understand. I want to join the cool kids. Yep. Oh, and man. so I tried yeah. joining the cool kids for a little bit, and then I'm like, Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, they're too cool. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, is that the reason? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I I have posted before, but very very rarely. Yeah, yeah, I I caught a reference that I was like, I haven't heard this in a while. But all right, man, thanks a lot for joining us. Appreciate it. Have a good mm-hmm. night. Yeah, take care, everyone. Thanks for having me. For sure, dude. That was cool. Dude, I love this right now that people in the chat are saying that if they use Diaphone's technique, uh, Flotas says he'd be the he'd his handle would be Metter Downtown Historic District. (laughs) That's so uh, great. Blocks with face would be Botanischer Garten Kaiserberg. Dude, all right, you know I gotta try it. I know. Wait, where is the random button on this thing? You just click search or something, and I don't know. But now I really gotta try this. I've never, yeah, I've never used Wikipedia that way. Where's the randomizer on this thing, dude? Uh, I'm looking for it right now. Control F, random. Oh, random, random article. articles on the left. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, what do I get? Go. What do I get? What do I get? I get. Jachaki Baori, which is a large step well near the Narsingji Temple, a Hindu temple in Brahlad Kund, located upon the western outskirts of Hindon in the Indian state of Rajasthan. Cool. I would, I would be Fonthong District. <laughs> That's your name now. It's a You're district of district. Champasak province in southwestern La- Laos. I'd be right. Fonthong. That's what I would be. P H O N T H O N G. Tub War is not going to do this, so I'm going to do it for okay, him right now. What do we get? South Butler, New York, a hamlet in the town of Butler, Wayne County, New York. All right. Well, this has been fun. Uh, again, thanks a lot to Diaphon for coming on. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next one. Uh, let's get to the 5-5 matchup where we let viewers, of course, submit the questions that we then have them also vote on and then we answer. Yeah. And uh, Also, uh, let's let's get the old tempo moving here because yeah, we have yeah, talked yeah, a lot sure. about a lot of stuff now, already. Uh, I'm going to say there's not going to be any vote. There's two questions. They're basically the same question. Uh, how would you design easy inputs in a game to ease the barrier of entry but still provide depth of the games that have implemented some form of easy input? Who did it best and why? And then Battle for the Grid and Rising Thunder are great examples of games without motion inputs that still allow for high execution. It seems Project L is going the same route. How does one convince others that execution and complexity can be achieved without motion inputs? Do you agree with me that these feel blended enough that we could probably sure, talk about yeah, both? Yeah, yeah okay. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. so uh, I'm just going to write easy inputs how. There you go. That's that's the <laughs> easy inputs. Easy inputs. How to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, when we first had companies that were making easy input games, I think there was pushback. Is there pushback still? 
I don't I don't hear anything like what I used to not, in terms of not from people who I would take advice from. Mm. Oh yeah, okay, fair enough. So if, if you're a big dum dum, yeah, you're probably complaining about it. But anybody <laughs> anybody with any sort of fighting game history, I don't think is really making a fuss about it. Yeah. It's I more mean, like the people who don't really play fighting games are like, you gotta have quarter circle for shut up. <laughs> That's just, you know. You have people... I, I do remember people saying that when, like, especially Rising Thunder was new. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, it was but an issue I, back just, then. I'm just saying it's not very common now. People yeah. realized very quickly that, that it was silly to worry about that. Yeah, I mean, oh, even okay. that game with single button presses still had some really tight links, some really interesting oh, juggle setups. Absolutely. like, And hang on, hang other on, games guys. that have easy uh, just motions. Just want to say, uh, Diaphone forgot to plug his own YouTube in the chat. So uh, he put the link in the in the in the in the chat over there, but just search for Diaphone underscore on YouTube as well, and you'll be able to find his content there. So there you go. Anyways, continue. Sorry. He definitely said his YouTube, but Did I'm he? happy to oh, get it on okay. there again. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, yeah. So I uh, I have seen enough of the games that have easy input stuff, whatever. Yeah. Whether it's Rising Thunder, which just had a button for a special move, or whether it's games that have auto combos or what or whatever in between. All of them have had difficult stuff still, whether that's just based on timing or, or what. Or maybe like with Granblue, there's a reason to not always just press the button, right? There's a reason instead to mm -hmm. use the motion a lot of the time. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it is it, no longer a concern for me that games that have easy inputs are going to be easy to play. That's something separate. So some games that have easy inputs are easy to play also by design, but that is a separate... Yeah thing it's not yeah. that w whether that whether the motion controls are there or whether you know whatever kind of input it is that's a different question from how simple or complex the game is in my opinion yeah i yeah. mean look all you have to do is say like currently battle for the grid power rangers battle for the grid easy inputs is that game easy execution hell no hell. <laughs> there is definitely a lot of craziness going on in that game and you know designed by shady k so like you know, it's not going to be one of the, like, a Clockwork and Shady K. Two Watch of the, the veterans, like Clockwork yeah. and Shady K. <laughs> so I, I don't think it'll be a problem with that. So, yeah, easy inputs. Uh, people shouldn't be convinced one way or the other. Like, it, there shouldn't be a stigma, really, with it. Because as long as it's designed with that in mind in the first place, you can you can make it work however you want it to be if the easy inputs like david said are intended to make the game easier all a la like fantasy strike but that's well, what i was thinking of yeah, yeah yeah but you could have situations where like battle for the grid like apparently uh you know what they're trying to do in project l easy inputs are just a facet of the game and you can do other things now you have to kind of design around it right like so one one for example uh i know in rising thunder during the beta i was using uh the red robot the chinese robot guy and uh the guy the balrog robot anytime he flashed i would just hit the super button right and that's that's that kind of thing might be a problem like i know for example in soul caliber i'd actually prefer it if the supers weren't just buttons you know i'd actually kind of prefer it that way but again you know it just if you design it and 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 you can figure out ways to make it work you know what i mean and even in games like 
Tekken and Soul Calibur, which are complex, their supers are one button, especially if you use a macro, right? So it's like... Yeah, same with Mortal Kombat. In, yeah, in Mortal exactly. Kombat, yeah, Fatal Blows are the supers of the game, and you get them just for getting hit. <laughs> That's the only reason that you yeah. get them. And when you have them, you just activate them by pressing a couple of buttons, and you got armor on the seventh frame, like right, right away. Does that mean that they're too good? No. I actually don't think so, but some people. Some well, people I mean, I mean, again, you know, but, like uh, uh, Quincy in but the it chat. Is, it, it is definitely not the case that Mortal Kombat is too easy. Right. In the game. I mean, like Quincy puts in the chat. It's a good example. It was easier to anti-air custom combo in Alpha Three than it was the Super, just because uh, you know Alpha Three uh, the custom combos were just one button, very much easier to react to. You you don't have to worry about where your hand position is and you know where where your brain was and such. So there is something to be said about that. I mean, but again, those things can be mitigated by giving things startup a little bit more. Like if you actually made custom combos have a little bit more startup. Uh, then it would, you know, that's all I would do. For example, like some of the SPD stuff, I would give them more startup in a Rising Thunder game, you know, uh, just to kind of make up for the fact that they are easier inputs. But again, you don't have to do that because what if you just made it so that it, SPD is one frame button, but then everybody else had broken shit too? Then okay, that works fine. Like yeah. as long as you know what you're doing and you realize how the simpler input affects your game. Like, if Zangief in Super Turbo had a one-button SPD, he'd be ridiculous. Like, he'd be super good. But he's not balanced around that. If he did have a single-button SPD, it would shorten the range. They would do, you know, like, yeah, all these things. Yeah. You're right. So, it's just, it, obviously, if you take a game in a vacuum that exists right now and give it easy inputs, yeah, you're going to have a messed up game. But... Knowing that while you're designing the game, you have plenty of ways to balance it around it. I agree, and I don't. I don't necessarily agree, Kevin Mati, that um, easy inputs are the inevitable future of fighting games. It's becoming more common that they that they are in there, but I don't. I don't expect it to be categorically the case that fighting games will have that. I think we'll continue to see what we have now, which is that mm -hmm. some games have easy inputs, some games don't. Some games have auto combos. Some games still require your. Um, your Potemkin Buster motions to be really on point that I screw up all the time. Like that's, mm. I think that that kind of stuff will continue to all coexist. Fighting games have not been getting more similar, right? They've been getting, they're really different. And yeah. I think that that trend will continue. What, one thing to address, a smelly beetle says, is it possible easy inputs are designed to alleviate server issues? No, because that's what rollback netcode solves, is that rollback netcode makes it so that regardless of how complex your inputs are, the state of the game will be true all the time. You know, once it figures and not out. Not to mention, most fighting games are peer to peer. You don't connect to a server. You're you're connected yeah. directly with your opponent. So it's there's no server to to connect to. You don't have yeah. to worry about that part. All right. Anything else to say on this one? Uh, no. I think we. Well, let me see. Let me look at the double questions. Make sure we addressed all the parts. Uh, barrier of entry, but still provide depth. Yes. Implemented. Maybe who did it best? Who do you think has done it best with the easy inputs so far? Grand Blue. Grand Blue. Grand Blue. Yeah, without question. Okay. How can we convince others that execution complexity could be achieved without motion inputs? Yeah, we covered that. Okay, cool. All Let's right. Move on. Uh, we're not done with the new game news. <laughs> oh my, There's yeah. uh, more stuff got announced, and that is multiverses. By the way, 
excellent name. Kisses fingers. I love it. I love multiverses as the name. Uh, but this is the. I wish war- it was multi vs. I feel like they missed an opportunity there. Yeah, actually, it would. I be- like that it says it says multiverse in it, and then us. I think it is basically can't be improved right. on. The hardest part. The hardest part about it, honestly, is that it's hard to Google as I discovered today. <laughs> I tried to Google it, and all it does is bring up nothing but Marvel links. <laughs> MCU <Right>. links. <laughs> Which is ironic for Warner Brothers here. Uh, but funny. again, the leaks were true. Oh, surprise. And uh, the game is definitely in production by Warner Brothers. Not by NRS. It's by a different group of people. Uh, but mm-hmm. it is indeed a platform fighter confirmed to be uh, free to play. This one has been confirmed to free to play. But, you know, just by looking at it, you can tell now that games like you know, Nick All-Stars and this, they don't care how much they look exactly like Smash Brothers, you know, getting knocked off the stage, they all use the same explosions and all <laughs> all these things now. And it's it's just a genre now. And for sure it is a platform fighter. Um yeah. but interestingly enough free to play. Free to play. But one of the interesting things is that they seem to be trying to focus a little bit more on team play. Right. Which yeah. was actually kind of neat. Because uh, what they actually showed was they've built in moves so that you can help teammates. Like if you have a lasso throw, you can save them from being knocked off the stage and grab them. You can actually like protect your opponents from like falling off by like launching them back on. Or like there was like a bunch of examples. When I think it was Jake the dog. Uh, burrows under the ground and you can follow through the burrow. Yeah! That is so oh, sick. That yeah. is amazing, actually. So, yeah, I so mean, stuff like that, I think I'm excited for. If they present multiverses. Oh, it was the Bugs Bunny. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. If they present multiverses as a. I mean, the problem is if you follow Bugs Bunny, you'll probably die a lot because he didn't take that left turn at Albuquerque. But um, <laughs> uh, the thing about it is, like, uh, I completely lost my train of thought making that joke. All right. The the thing about it is Multiverses is a video game where you can play as Bugs Bunny, Tom and Jerry, who is an ice climbers, by the way, Tom Tom and Jerry, (laughs) Finn the dog, Batman, Wonder Woman, and presumably Gandalf. LeBron James, well, like so it's, anybody it's, within the Warner Brothers universe. Right. So currently the to roster be up the, to be playable. The current roster is Arya Stark, Batman, who was yeah, voiced by hell? Kevin Conroy, by the way. Kevin Conroy of Batman the Animated Series. They um, really flexed all of their voice actors, dude. by the way, which I thought was yes, pretty rude. Did. Bugs yes, Bunny, Finn the Human, Garnett Harlequin, who is done by Tara Strong. Uh, Jake the dog, Ryan dog, Shaggy, who's voiced by, uh, what's his name? Uh, Matthew Lillard from the movie, Steven Universe, Superman, Tom and Terry, Tom and Jerry, Tom and Terry are my parents. Sorry. Tom and Jerry and, uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. So those are the confirmed, uh, characters, but yeah, who knows? They could probably throw in Dumbledore or Snape if they wanted to into this, right? Like Dumbledore versus Gandalf. Oh my God. Right. We would finally have all the answers. (laughs) Come on, man. Gandalf wins free. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. For sure. Free. There's no question yeah. on that he's one. Not even, he's not a human. Um, I'm I'm really excited about the team aspect of this and the fact that when they, on their website, when you can, where you can read about these little characters, they each have a category. 
There's there are bruisers. There are mages. Tom and yep. Jerry, the mage. There Bunch are tanks. Money. Yeah, the yeah. Mage. There are tanks. Um. Oh man. There. There's support. And then there's uh, one assassins. that I'm forgetting. Assassin is the other one. There's a yes. lot of assassins. What? Yes. Oh, interesting. Assassin. I'm assuming okay. the assassin is the character that you're going to be wanting to apply the KO. Yeah. Sure, that's, yeah. I mean, I imagine yeah. it'll be like in, your, in, you know, in That's other... your DPS. That's your exactly. DPS. Exactly, that's the DPS. I think that's, I think that's how it is. Oh, yeah, yeah they definitely so I'm could really me. excited about that. Right now, Wonder Woman is the only one who's listed as a tank, so I'm probably going to be playing her when it first comes out. And like, what does that mean? Like, I'm gonna be tanking in a platform fighter? I'm just very curious about it. I right. think it could be really cool. Yeah. Uh, I, look, it, it looks like they're doing a lot of cool things with it. Um, again, uh, let me see. Was there anything else that I want to say here? Yeah, just about the voice cast. I mean, they're they definitely probably decided to emphasize that even more after they saw what happened with Nickelodeon All Stars. Oh my God. I got something to say. I saw a lot of people on Twitter, highly respected people in the Smash community, saying things like, well, Nintendo released this on this day, and this got announced on this day because they want to compete with Nintendo, and Nintendo's afraid, and so they released Sora on this day to compete with Nick All-Stars. Nintendo doesn't give a shit about Warner Brothers releasing this game. Nintendo doesn't give a shit about Nick releasing their game. You know why? Because Nintendo sold 30 million copies, plus who knows how much DLC of Smash Ultimate. They won. They won. It's over. No fighting game is ever going to sell more than 30 million copies. So if you really think Nintendo is afraid of Nicktoons or afraid of Warner Brothers, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Delete your Twitter account. Just stop it. That's all I have to say. All right. Next Duly topic. That's the, <laughs> that's the rule. <laughs> that is the rule. All Let's right. Let's do it. Uh, also announced with a new trailer is was uh, DNF Duel. Apparently, is the official name for it, but as we all know, it kind of as is Dungeon Fighter Duel or the Dungeon Fighter fighting game. But I think DNF Duel is its official name right now. And uh, obviously, with all these other games, I mean, we just got like gobs of information. This was literally yeah. like a minute trailer showing us just little things and basically. It's just flexing how beautiful the game looks again. I mean, it's just, I don't understand how Arxis, like, they've always had, like, these supers that transition to things with, like, screen ch But, like, there's one part of this where the guy grabs you and literally the camera just rotates into, like, the crazy view. And it's, yeah. like, it's looking ridiculous. Now, there are some people that I think will probably say that the look might be getting a little tiring actually that we've seen this a million times and i think david is feeling that way by the hand raise so i mean i had someone tell me that if you told me it was dlc for grand blue they would have believed you right so it's exactly my feeling it's absolutely beautiful it looks great it also looks just like at least uh, there will be at least three games that in my opinion look the same yeah. Um, and that's unfortunate. I feel like you could probably do wilder stuff with that or maybe more unique stuff with that. And I would like to see that. Again, it's not that I'm saying that the game isn't very pretty. It's just that I want to see more variety. Like, I want the games to look different. Yeah. I don't get the same feeling of, like, this is so... Part of why the games have been so cool that they've been making is that they are so unique. Those mm -hmm. looks are mm -hmm. so unique. Yeah. And if they become not unique, they'll still be pretty, 
but they won't be remarkable in the same way right. that like sure. Strive is just remarkable. I mean, obviously the last three games that they made at this point, amazing looking. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, you know, I mean, so like for for example, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, I think looks great and is unique. It looks like Dragon Ball. Like it's the same. It's mm-hmm. I don't know, it's the same. Similar tech, obviously. I don't know the differences or whatever, but yeah. It, it has its own very unique look. Great. I love it. I love it. So I just I just want uniqueness, that's all. Yeah, that's I mean it's 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 the whole idea that the guy who made Katamari Damashi was tired of making of everybody making the same game. So he made the craziest game possible and then <laughs> the heads were like make a sequel. Make another sequel. And he and the whole sequel of the second game is wow, Katamari Damashi is ridiculously popular. Like like he's like making fun of it. And by the yeah. time they said make a third one, he quit. And he just like he only made the second one because he didn't want someone else to mess it up. And so he kind of sure. used it for commentary. And then they said make a third one on PSP where the controls wouldn't work. And he was like, Nah, I'm I'm out. So, you know, similar thing. Arxis is doing great stuff with these graphics. Strive looked, I mean, Exer looked amazing because it was different. And, but if they all start to look that way, then what's the point kind of thing? But you got to imagine that a lot of the companies see Strive and like, make that. I want that. And then they're probably like, what if we do? No, I want that. And it's like, okay, all right, fine. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Anyway, um, not a ton of info on this game. But, no, can we uh, talk about it. real quick how they announced it a year ago and then they dropped a 46 second clip on us and now that's it? There's like, here you go. Back to <laughs> you in another year. Yeah, like, what the hell? Can we get any information? <laughs> a year. A year? Come on. I Give guess they. I oh. guess they. Has anything uh, happened in the last like year, year and a half that might have caused a delay in production or any? Has it been? Have we, have we been living in normal times over the last uh, year, year and a half? Has everything been? Uh, everything been cool? Or uh, you know, maybe as have there been any reasons? Maybe to you know, things have been a little bit haywire, and you, you, know, you got to give them, got to give them a little bit of slack for living through <laughs> the greatest pandemic. In modern history, is that going to be okay? Is that going to be all right? You can't say anything. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> the official, well, an official Smash Circuit. Yeah, official Smash World Circuit. I mean, we've been talking about Nintendo and how, like, no one, no one saw this coming. I didn't see this coming. No one ever thought that this would happen. But Panda Global and Nintendo have announced an officially backed Smash Brothers tour. For Melee and Ultimate. It wasn't just Ultimate, but the thing said Melee as well. Now, the only other information we got from this video said, like, 2022. That's all, like, it said. But we know that this is happening, and, I mean, let's face it, all of us are probably like, what the hell? Like, there's no way we would have expected this to come from Nintendo. Uh, well, like I I said, Nintendo... Oh, go ahead, David. I just want to quibble at first that it doesn't actually say that it's a world circuit. It says, in 2022, Panda will bring the first officially licensed circuit to North America. Oh, do it say North America? Yep, for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Super Smash Bros. Melee to North America. Um, Obviously, it's still a big deal. I'm not trying to crap on it, but I just want to be clear that it's not World Tour. Okay. Well, anyways, like I said... Nintendo won. 
why wouldn't they do this now? Like, it, it makes sense to me that they would wait until Ultimate was done to do this. They just, they, I, what does it hurt at this point? 30 million copies, guys. 30 million. <laughs> what it, what could hurt? Like, they, they've made all the money you're going to make from a video game if you're not like Grand Theft Auto Online, right? Like, they, <laughs> they've made all the money. So what, what does it hurt to be like, you know what? We're done developing this game. Let's maybe see what happens if we do some esports stuff. And who better to work with than Banner Global, who's already been doing the esports stuff? This is probably very hands-off for Nintendo. Nintendo's probably like, you know what? We like your chops, PG, or I guess this is Panda now. Go ahead and do this thing for us. That's what I'm imagining is actually happening, and that's why it's not global yet. Bet you it will be eventually. But for now, being based in North America, being ran by Panda, like this all makes a lot of sense to me. I didn't expect it to happen, but now that it's announced, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And obviously, there's still so much speculation up in the air. We don't know how much yeah, involvement anything, are yeah. they even putting in prize money, or is this literally just Nintendo official backing? As we won't sue you, you know. Yeah. Like I mean, I mean, like even that is awesome for the Smash right? community, right? <laughs> yeah. That's more than Bad they've name. done in the past. So, you know, uh, at this point in time, we have no idea. It was just announced, and obviously, very much surprised that uh, you know any sort of circuit can actually put Nintendo's name on it and say officially backed. That's a big news. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. Okay. Uh, for upcoming events, uh, we usually kind of burn through these, but I thought that this one was actually really cool. Uh, with all of the trash talk between France and U.S. recently in Dragon Ball when France defeated a bunch of people, and then the U.S. was like, nah, we didn't even send our best players, etc., etc. Damascus has worked on putting together an official U.S. versus France 10v10. He literally just announced it today. He literally just announced it today, and uh, six U.S. players, including, and then four LCQ qualifiers are uh, going to be heading out to France, I think, uh, wow. including uh, Sonic Fox was invited, Reynolds was invited, Apology Man was invited. Uh, I had the list. I should probably bring that up. I should have had it written it down here for you guys. Oh, but uh, number five. What's that? Coach Steve was invited. Yes, Coach Steve was invited. Uh, France has six players invited, and they're going to have the LCQ at the event to find out who the last four players are going to be. But they're actually doing this. And again, look, I am a big fan of regional rivalries. You know, recently there was the the, the, the Punk versus... Uh, uh, who was even arguing with Punk? Was it Luffy or somebody? Or, or everybody, you know, just this EU versus US... After Problem X won Red Bull, they were like, Europe is clearly better than the U.S. And then, uh, oh, actually, no, that's not what happened. I think Arturo asked, is Europe better than the U.S.? And then that just started all the trash talking. That is where that happened. And uh, Yeah, well, Rebel Kumite was won by a French player and then a U.K. player. And there right. were plenty of people from many other countries who were invited to both. Yep, exactly. Yeah, but, you know... Two Americans have won Capcom Cups. How many have they won? I don't think hmm. they've won one. Exactly. That, that was nope. that was where Punk's argument came from. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, they won the Invitational, but we won the biggest event twice. Yep. Yeah. So what does that mean? <laughs> had, had a couple of Americans in Grand Finals of two of them as well. 
Yeah. And uh, as well as grand finals. Ah, they've done fine in, at yeah. Evo. Look, so, again, go. regardless of where the trash talk or whatever comes out, I am all for this. Like, I love yeah. this shit. Like, give me regional rivalries all day. Because the one thing about rivalries, especially regional ones, the regional ones are more important to me than just 1v1 rivalry, you know? Because the reason why that is is because regional rivalries make you level up your friends or even your own personal rivals like punk and idom being on the same side like capcom fighters even got involved they're like this looks interesting hmm and now it almost seems like capcom fighters wants to pull that off what damascus is pulling off for this event and again i i love that right because like punk and idom have been rivals but now they're gonna help each other same thing with this sonic fox is gonna level up all the other dragon ball players here in the states to make sure that they beat france you know and same thing's gonna happen with the french team and i love that stuff i've often told scenes like how do we grow our scene i was like find a local rival with somebody i, I had some suggested to uh uh texas that they create a little texas circuit between like the four major scenes over there and, and such you know i think regional rivalries are so important for the lifeblood of fighting games so i'm super excited i love that damascus pulled this off i, I really am and and, uh, and I, I i definitely want to check it out it's gonna be uh what was it december 10th i believe yep. december 10th yeah december 10th so it's coming up very soon well, I don't really care whether U.S. wins or France or then U.S. versus, uh, or maybe it's North America versus oh, yeah, Europe and yeah, the Middle East and North Africa yeah. or whatever, like in any of these games. I don't really care about this stuff anymore. However, I'm very much looking forward to seeing the players play and uh, expecting high-level play. Should be cool. Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let's blast through some tournament results over here. Uh, CPT Pro Tour Brazil, CPT Pro Tour, uh, Capcom Pro Tour Brazil 2 was won by Robinho with Karin, so got another Karin in there, uh, Vienna Challenge Arena, which is a smash event, took place, uh, Peli actually defeated Gluttony, uh, in first place for Smash Brothers Ultimate with Sonic and King Dedede, uh, Revolution 2000 XX Extend was an anime tournament that took place in London. Uh, main thing I wanted to point out was this dude, Dragoy. First place in Melty Blood, second place in Strive, first place in Grand Blue Versus. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> kind nice of impressive. Nice work. <laughs> nice um, uh, Arc Revo EMEA took place. Uh, Latif took first place in that one, so he's qualified for Arc Revo. Was it a foregone conclusion? He actually got knocked into the loser's bracket 3-0 by the second place player, Slash, uh, okay. who has an excellent May. I'm sure uh, Tubo knows all about him because uh, as a fellow May player, uh, but Slash is really, really strong. Yes, he did really, really well, but Latif came back in the grand finals and was able to reset and take it. And then the Tekken Online Challenge Central America was won by a player named Energy Marduk. Guess who he played? Marduk. He actually played Marduk. Gigas. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he actually played Marduk, so he took that one. So that's our uh, tournament roundup uh, for today. Uh, another bit of information that I thought would be cool uh, to share is that apparently uh, PlayStation and Xbox, they're having Black Friday sales, no shock, but there's a lot of good fighting games on sale right now. So if you want to pick some of those things up, like I think uh, Exert Plus R is like $2.99 on Steam right now or something like that. 
but definitely take the time to go look through the list of those and see if it's a good chance to, to pick up any new fighting games. Again, uh, you know, I've been learning a lot of different games and it's it's been a fun journey for me these past few years. Totally recommending picking up as many games as possible. Uh, also, uh, there was a Dice Game mini interview, a mini documentary, just like a little five minute video that was released recently, but it was all in Japanese. Uh, I want to say, let me actually get his name here just so I actually credit people properly. Uh, someone by the name of O'Carroll, O'Carroll, uh, C-I-A-N. What is it? Clan O'Carroll. Oh, Clan O'Carroll? Is it? Because I think it's C-I-A-N. It's C I A N I. It's C N O Carroll. C N O Carroll. Got, got uh, it. No, all was, right, guys. Yeah, was the one. I, who, it's like it's like seven twenty p, and I'm four feet back. What do you want? <laughs> he he uh, did a translation for it. So if you guys actually want to watch that, uh, that's available. Let me paste the uh, link into the chat for you guys here. That should be the one right there. Uh, we'll try to make sure we get that into the descriptions as well. Uh, and then there's the mailbag. All right, we got seven minutes for the mailbag. Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. the seven minutes for the mailbag. Let's get to the first question over here. Uh, Zachary on Twitter says, what's your FGC gatekeeping story? Whose bright light did you snuff out? Wow. Um. Oh boy, I have a good one. Okay. Okay. I wasn't gatekeeping. I was just playing my game. But in vanilla, Marvel Three, I think I'm the reason Darkside Phil quit playing the game. Because at UFGT Seven, uh, in the middle of Game Two, after I'd already been up one zero, he just unplugged his controller, got up, and walked away. So. I'm pretty sure he stopped playing after that day. I was just doing jump S with Sentinel and calling Deadpool for the unblockable. And he was <laughs> right, sitting on right, the ground right. taking it, like, right. in neutral. And I'm just giggling, and he's like, oh, and took his shit and ran off. He yelled at the Brack Runner, I quit. And that was that. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my, nice answer, can hold that. my answer is when I eliminated um, from... Final round, I don't know, 2013 maybe, somewhere around that part, when I eliminated in top eight Darkside Phil with, <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with old Honda versus his DJ, which is a very hard matchup. Come on, James. Come on, James. Honda. I've never fought Darkside Phil oh, before in a tournament. No. I'm, I'm sorry. He had honestly, honestly he, was, he was a perfectly nice guy, and it, he was very reasonable oh, he, in person. He raged but, out on, on me, so. Not the same. I mean, Marvel does that to people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, gosh, I don't know. Like, for me, it's, I I hate saying this, but it always feels like it's it's Jason Cole for me. At B5, I defeated him in CVS1. At the first tournament of Legends, I beat him in Super Turbo. I don't know what it is. Like, at a UCLA tournament, I beat him in Grand Finals in Alpha 3. I don't know what it is. Like, why I keep gatekeeping jason cole it's really weird but it just it happens a lot so uh, a lot of those situations where clearly he probably should have did really well in that also uh yeah so that's probably by the, by the way i don't have any actual answers to this uh but um i just thought the dark side film was funny following yeah that's good <laughs> <laughs> all right because uh, he definitely kept playing us too 
So Freaky Jason asks, what was Tubo's mindset when he pulled a Honda against Justin? This will never get old to me. Wow, teed up and ready to go. Uh, my mindset was this is going to be a dope-ass entrance and everybody's going to lose their shit when I take my shirt off. Absolutely. And also, I can do the Honda stomps, like the, the you know, the sumo stomps. So why would I not? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm yeah. quite flexible. So it just made sense for me to do that. Also, also, I, I wanted to, to go a step further and have like, the war paint and stuff, but I couldn't find it at the Walgreens. That was like <laughs> nothing that would work because I was I was mad sweaty. Was, hey, Central Florida Walgreens, Florida. do you have the face paint that sumo wrestlers yeah. use? <laughs> yeah, well, I was just looking for like lipstick or something, and, and the counter or the the makeup person, whoever they had there, said it would I would sweat it off. So uh. I was like, uh, it's not worth. But yeah, I was going to go a little bit farther, but it just yeah, it wasn't worth it. All right, <laughs> that's cool. It was a great moment. So Stephanie Brownback this time with a wholesome question asking uh, Thanksgiving wholesome question. What is something each of your co-hosts did this year that you are thankful for? Ah, sorry. Wow. I am not thankful for that random person. <laughs> that was great. Actually, what great sorry time. about that. Yeah, I, I, I ruined that one, didn't I? I know, right, Jeez. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm thankful for. Um, for both of you guys for being the impetus behind some really cool things that we've done on the stream. Uh, Tubbo for the idea of the, um, yeah. of the commentator, commentator cup, cup and then, yeah. and being like the force that did like most of the work that was behind that, which was really great. And James for having taken more of the mantle of like prepping for the show for this and doing <laughs> uh, a ton of work on making cool, you know, much cooler yeah. graphics and stuff like that has been really great. So good job to both of you. Nice work. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful that David has not complained about me changing his uh the the, the layout of his show notes <laughs> document to satisfy my own OCD needs as well. Yeah, yeah. So you know, changing dashes <laughs> to tildes because I'm a I'm a control shift arrow junkie, <laughs> and that doesn't work with dashes at all. Um, uh, but no, for, for sure. I mean, like, you know, Tubo, obviously, like, it's like David said, you know, doing the commentator cup and everything, being the guy getting us all the interviews all the time. And just, uh, yeah. yeah, I know he's pushing really hard to try to make, you know, the Ultra Chen TV, YouTube and stream a lot bigger and a lot stronger. And, you know, uh, it's not an easy thing to do. So, you know, shout outs to him for putting through that effort as well. So, hey, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Okay. Well, here's the thing about David. He's a big poop. And here's the thing about da or David again. Also a big poop. Here's the thing about James. <laughs> James is just an absolute sweetheart. I have nothing bad to say about James. Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I think, obviously, uh, you know, David does a ton of work on the show. David is instrumental in... Um, guiding the show. I don't know if you guys realize. He's the, only, realized he's not, the only sane person on the. <laughs> yeah, David. In David a weird way, is, uh, the mediator between us two. In and, a weird way, and it's kind of a role he's taken on that we never really talked about. But he definitely is that mm -hmm. that in between where he sits, and it's really it's really great to have him there. And obviously, James, come on, man. James has put in so much work with the with the new stream. James takes constructive criticism extremely well. James is always willing to. I mean, you do though. You do. You do, honestly. Yeah. You do. 
I, trust me, I've worked with people that take it worse. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and 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 obviously, you know, all three of us are trying to improve everything we do for yeah. you guys. Um, shouldn't say for you guys, but everything we're doing for us, you guys get to come yeah. along. But, uh, <laughs> I, thanks, honestly, watching, yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, honestly, that's why you know I asked last week what we what can we do to make the show more exciting for you guys at home as well you know obviously we're sitting here kind of trying to guess like do you guys like the mailbag do you like the interviews and stuff and so more feedback from you guys would be wonderful so that we can continue to cater to the show to stuff that you guys would like to see also real quick i want to give a big shout out to casmer casmer has highly improved our youtube for sure um and we've been trying to grow that recently. For, you know, yeah, no, Casper's hardcore been... for probably like the past three or four months, and Casper's been instrumental in making our YouTube tolerable to watch. So yeah, yeah. Good to him. Yeah, Casper's definitely been killing it. So I really appreciate that. Um, okay. And thanks for the kind words, Stephanie. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, oh, the cats. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Drem via Twitter says, you crash land on a desert... I was wondering where these questions went. Crash land on a deserted (laughs) island and bump into an old man who reveals himself to be the CEO of a fighting game dev who who challenges you to scoring the most points in arcade mode. In which fighting game can you score the highest in arcade mode? Also, I like the way points fly out of you in rival schools. (laughs) This is the best written question in forever. It's so great. So great. The whole first sentence is completely irrelevant, but it's, but it (laughs) didn't nail it. It, The whole question could be which, in which game can you score the highest point? It's a whole question. But then (laughs) the whole lead up to it is so Why is is there a CEO on an island? Did you, did you crash into like Honolulu? Like what is going on here? So good. Oh man. Hey, that's where the Tetris company is based. So there's definitely some Uh, CEOs there. It's so good. I love it. Uh, all right, so my answer is third strike. Uh, I can get the highest score on each uh, on each opponent pretty regularly because the opponent doesn't know what to do. If you're Q and you do a capture and deadly blow, and then you reset them in the corner and then immediately do a capture and deadly blow, they don't know how to get out of that. All they have to do is jump or anything invincible or whatever. In fact, right. press buttons in some cases, and it doesn't know about that. So all you got to do is get them in the corner and then just loop it over and over again. You win every time. You get the highest score. Huzzah. Sick. Uh, I probably would do maybe, I think it was Tatsunoko versus Capcom, just because I don't, I'm not necessarily the best at that game or anything like that, but I would get good at it because if I remember, like every combo that you did scored like 37 billion points for like no goddamn reason. Like the game just had massive score inflation for no reason. So I think that's the game that I would do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. Because if it's the number, I don't know if it's like relative. Yeah, you're probably going to beat. Tatsunoko and that. I think everything starts at a million. Like the yeah. lowest damage. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um, I don't play fighting game arcade modes ever. I guess Street Fighter 4 because I had to get achievements, so I did that, I think. So I'll just say Street Fighter 4. That's that's my answer. I'm going with Street Fighter 4. <laughs> the CEO is not going to let you leave the island. That's all right. Well, that's fine. It's If the island with ceos is probably a vacation destination so <laughs> yeah it's yeah. we're good man <laughs> it's actually just a resort <laughs> it's yeah that's what i'm yeah. saying 
All right, last question for the day from Tavi Turnip via Discord. You've been cursed with a clone slash robot of yourself that you are forced to allow to do one chore for you every day, but nobody else is allowed to meet them. What task would you routinely ask them to do that would best utilize your skill? This question sounds backwards to me. Like, what do you mean by forced to allow them to do one chore? Doesn't that mean you're forcing them to do a chore and it kind of well, sucks yeah, no, for the clone? Your, your clone wants to help you out and you're like, no, clone, oh, look, I brought you into this world. Go have fun. Do your thing. I'm not going to tell you what to do. And the clone is like, look, but I really appreciate that you brought me into this world. So I'm going to make you let I me do won't. something for you. Just let me let me do something for you. Whatever it is. Name it. Dude, do do? dude, the easiest. I would love this but so much. But no one much. can meet them. No, yeah, that's fine. My answer would 100% be clean my house. Because he would have the same OCD that I do, and he would know where to put everything that wouldn't get me go, make me go crazy. And then if that's the only thing that he had, and he was so happy to do it, yeah, that would for sure be the one. Because I, I, that's like the worst part for me. Being a kind of ADHD, shit just piles up and it becomes part of the normal background and it's like really hard for me to actually clean things. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like the obvious thing is clean a room in your home. I mean, mine would be the bathroom because cleaning the bathroom is not fun. Like just in general, like, I, if you know, you could be one of those people who clean it every day. Doesn't matter how gross it is. I see David's face there. I'm just wondering <laughs> I'm just saying, what's cleaning wrong with the bathroom, bathroom is not fun. I just don't like cleaning what the bathroom. Like there? toilets are gross, dude. I poop in the toilet and I pee in it. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I don't want to touch that. Like they can do it. Do you Whatever. clean your I cat's litter, litter box? Do you, do you clean your cat's litter box though? I mean, they poop and yeah, pee in that. That's too, part of the right? bathroom. That is so I use I use a, a sh I mean it's not like I'm digging my hand in the toilet either I use a scrub brush. Well then it's how like do you I know if they're healthy or not? You gotta you gotta be able to feel the <laughs> litter so that you can know whether they're healthy or not. You gotta you what? gotta take a yeah you have to you have to do a little you squeeze. You mush on your the, cat's poo all, like yeah, all so the just, time just to, just to get the sort I've, of sense of how they're the only feeling. Only time I've ever mushed my cat's poo is when I like saw something sticking out of it. No, I don't and have I needed to, to know. That. Oh okay, I was gonna say I like I had to know what he ate. That's happened. But <laughs> I'm like, done that? I haven't done yeah. that. I've definitely have, taken like, it yeah, though, but like, and... you cut it open and put it under the mic the, the microscope, right? Mm. And then you like smell it just to make sure that it smells oh, proper. No. no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Don't do any of those things. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have said I'm cleaning my bathroom. It's the but not meeting anybody would be tough if I ever had anybody home. Also, you have to live with this person? Ew, I don't want to live with me. Yeah, that would be pretty weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird, man. He's going to want to play games all the time. Like, go away. Fuck off. Uh, the chore hey, that I would have him do is Dishes. go see the world. It's the chore that I would assign for him. But see, yeah, but that's, someone that's... would meet him. No one can meet their your clone. All right. No one. What's the wording of this? But nobody else can meet it... them. Nobody, nobody. Else is allowed, nobody else is allowed to meet them. Yes. You, could, you could definitely take a trip and never meet anybody. Horseshit, you gotta check in at the gate for your airplane. You gotta Does that buy meet? food. Yes, that's, that's, that's meeting a meet. another human. That's a meet. That's and a and meet. The that's if you're Plus traveling the world, too. the chance that an old man sits next to you and just starts talking to you, that's meeting someone and that will happen. 
I you just get out of there in that case. Bucks. You just get out. No of way. There. I, I I think you're trying to bend the rules here. <laughs> it count. I I don't think that counts as a meeting. I think that's I would just get like one human clone. So tell me, young man, what brings you? T- <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just runs away, I mean, dude. Uh, I feel like I've got definitely gone. But I mean, see, the problem with like it is, anybody. you wouldn't experience any of that, right? Would you be happy having them come back and tell you their feelings of experiencing that stuff, having not actually experienced it yourself, James? You got to understand how my memory works. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay, fair. When I when I when I think about the experiences that I've had in my life. The way that I experience them is as telling myself a story about what I've thought about what happened rather right. than like okay. being there. Okay. So definitely. Yeah, that's, that's exactly the same thing <laughs> to be IRL. I mean, I still remember the time on an old Tuesday show where I said to David, I was like, oh, yeah, that was like the time we went bungee jumping at that one tournament. And David was like, what? And like I almost convinced him that we didn't do that. So <laughs> I've gone to really, really extensive lengths to maintain this facade that I have a terrible memory, which I find very, very useful in social circumstances. <laughs> People let you get away with all sorts of things when they think that your memory is bad, and I learned that pretty early in life. And so, for because the last your memory year, is bad, though, right? Yeah. You know, for the last for the last thirty years, I've just been playing this up, and now everybody <laughs> thinks that it's true, and so I get to get away with stuff all the time. Oh, it's so effective! And even now, as I'm telling the truth about this, people will think that I'm lying about it, and nobody will know which one's real. <laughs> I and I know which one's real. I absolutely yeah. know. <laughs> I've, right. seen, I've seen David it. and Maximilian's videos. He's not that good of an actor. Let's just put it that way. Nobody so. will ever know. It'll be a secret that I forget before I go to the grave. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Dun, and that's it. Dun, dun. We did it. We All did right, everybody. It. Thanks a lot for hanging out. Yep, it was but... a jam-packed news day, and we did it pretty well on time, to be yeah. honest. So I mean, good job, us. To be fair, we probably could have went on for a lot longer for half yeah. of that shit yeah. that's on there. That's, that's why, why we good job us. Yep, yep, good job we us. We did the thing. <laughs> we did the thing. Thank you, guys. Dude, go out there and enjoy some fighting games because there's a lot of good stuff coming, guys. And uh, thanks, and we'll see you guys next week here on the Tuesday show. Peace out. Have a good tune- Thanksgiving if you care about Play that. Halo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. And tune in. Play Halo. <laughs> Ah, hey, I'm just gonna do this, ha ha ha, because I didn't get to use it. Ah, tune into Synchronize tomorrow for all of the beta thoughts. Yay! All right, peace out. See you guys. Mm-hmm.